Welcome back to another episode of Footballing with Ben Roethlisberger. My name is Spence, and as always, I am joined here with two-time Super Bowl champion and cowboy hat aficionado, no. Ben Roethlisberger. Solid hat, man. It is a good hat. Every time I see it, every time I see it, I think I should get one of those. You should. I don't you know I, why I have my hat on tonight. Why is that? I mean, I wear it a lot, but you know why I'm wearing it tonight for the show? Why? Because this weekend, Luke Combs. Oh, that's right. Coming to the Berg. Talk about it. I'm excited. I'm a huge Luke Combs fan. Do you like? Do you know who Luke Combs is? Are you I know who fan? he is. I'm not a huge country fan, but I know who he is. Oh, we're already on our guest, by the way. Yeah. I got in trouble earlier, Ryan, <laughs> because I tried to make this big deal, where I tried to just like entrance, like on tonight's show. We got like linebacker. <laughs> I do this whole thing, and then some people in the bottom of the comments were like, "Yeah, we can see at the title who's on it, you idiot." Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's not live, so it doesn't really make. So anyway, yeah, Ryan Chase here is here, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm glad to be here. And, I, and, I, and Spence, I'm not gonna lie. I love the way you said two-time Super Bowl champion. Yes, you know, sir. People don't understand how important that is. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, but yeah, music. You, so you know Luke, but you, I, I mean, know of his music. But you I know, know of his music. If, he, if a song comes on, I know. Is Luke Combs, but okay. like I'm not going on Spotify and picking Luke Combs. Like if I do pick a guy in country, it might be, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm having a brain fart right Luke now. Bryant. Older guy, younger guy. No, it's a uh, middle aged guy. Uh, he he sounds like he's he's uh like singing or like uh. Are like you talking jazz. about Kane Brown? Yeah, I'll, I'll do Kane oh, Brown, Brown's but that's not who I'm about to say. It was it's Kane Brown and the other guy. It's the Tennessee uh, t- Tennessee whiskey. Oh, um, 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 Chris, uh, Stapleton? Chris Stapleton. Yeah, Chris Stapleton. Yeah, Chris Stapleton's yeah, really yeah. good. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Chris Stapleton's yeah, so. really. Yes, good. he's country, but like I feel like everybody he can likes, do everything. Yes. Yeah, he don't sound like country. So yeah, I like Chris. I like Chris. If I was going to pick a, like when I've actually picked country songs that I would just I would like oh let me click this on yeah. I've like listened to Kane Brown a few times okay yeah. well shout out to Ramon Foster because Tennessee Whiskey he would play that because of the old Tennessee thing anytime <laughs> Ramon he would play that all the time just because it said Tennessee <laughs> it is a Tennessee Ramon so shout out Ramon but um, yeah so he's coming to town um, so I'm excited for that this weekend so I got my head a little tip yeah. of the cap and I will have it on should I you're going too yeah should I get one I mean, it's up to you. Here's the deal. If you walk in with a hat and I walk in with a hat, it's going to look like a Twins, Dan DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger thing gonna going on. There's yeah. going to be a lot of people with hats, I'm telling oh, you. Yeah, I know, but, but, but they're going to be like, oh, no, you guys, first you guys are podcasts together, now you're right. with Cowboy Hats Are those together? matching boots? Yes, yeah, so who cares, man? <laughs> I, that's the one hat I cannot pull off. Cowboy, yeah, you, I'll say, you, this is like, is this your first episode of a hat on? No, I've had a couple. The thing is, I have such a huge forehead, I didn't want to distract it, so I started wearing a lot of hats, and then I got into like a rhythm of it, but uh, I'm kind of liking it, man. Well, you got the hair flowing tonight? It's yes. Nice. Yeah, you know. Not a lot. Something that's really weird is like, the last year and a half, like, so my dad, when he comes up here, he spends a lot of time with, like, he, he tries to spend a lot of time with Mel Blunt. Mm. So it's just speaking like speaking of cowboy hats. Yeah, speaking of cowboy hats, the, and then the like real OG. My dad is just like out of nowhere. It's just like now all he wears is like cowboy hats, cowboy yeah. boots. It's just like hey. the last two years. It's just like he's like he's the gospel cowboy. I'm like, the gospel on, cowboy. Dude, I love that's that. That's the dope because your dad's a, a preacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The gospel, gospel cowboy. cowboy. He doesn't wear it up. He doesn't wear it yes. like church, does he? He wears it at church. I go to that church. Spend, I, I church. will go to that church. Like sometimes, like obviously, he's not wearing it every time. He's like. Speaking, yeah, yeah. But, but like sometimes, like he'll come in with his hat on. Like he, I, I'm having a. I think for my golf outing, I promise you, he's gonna have a hat on. That's awesome. I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, if he ever rides a horse to church on Sunday, uh, he will be. I will come. Did I want to be there and be I, a part of that? I, 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 I think he. I think he rode a, a horse. I don't, I don't think he was in church, <laughs> but he was at an event where he was on a horse. I, I gotta. 
I, I should have called him. I should have called him. <laughs> did yeah, I ever did I ever tell you about that time I was speaking in San Antonio and they and these people there was like 1600 people there and I was speaking at this event and then some some I don't know they had like things lined up throughout the day and the people that were coming on after me rode into the event on two longhorns. No. They oh, rode in like they split they split the crowd with longhorns. And I remember thinking like this doesn't seem safe. They're just going through the crowd of people with longhorns. And I'm like, that seems wildly unsafe, but it's Texas. So like, what are you gonna, like, what are you gonna tell them about it? I love it. Yeah, it was and that, wild. So one of, um, uh, and I, I, I'm pretty sure of the name, but one of um, Ashley's, like Ashley's family's good family friends. Um, does that make sense? Like Ashley's yeah, yeah. family's family <laughs> friends um, is Ron and Debbie Noggle. And they, and he was, he does a lot. He's a very, very strong Christian man. And he did Cowboys for Christ. Oh, really? And that's that was like his his really? like ministry is called Cowboys for Christ, where it was like horses, cowboy. I mean, that's what they, they did. That. So yeah, I, I can mean, support that for sure. So, think about that. Since we're speaking about cowboys, I gotta ask you a question. Have you watched Yellowstone? Huh. Look at that hat, Ryan. Look at that hat and ask ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. I like a lot of TV shows, but that might be my favorite. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. We're waiting favorite. for a call. Like, yeah, yeah. Game, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the like second half of the fifth. Yes, yeah, season. yeah, yes. Come they, on, Kevin. Come so, on, Kevin Costner. Now, come on, baby. Let's go. Okay, so Ryan, big fan of Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. If you had to p- pin like Ben as one of the characters, who would you say he would be on Yellowstone? Yeah, on Yellowstone. Oh man. Because he has, he has. There's only two possibilities. To be honest, there's two choices. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 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 it's either one. it's either Rip yep. or, or John Dutton. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think he's either Rip or John, John Dutton. So, <laughs> if you had to so be it, a character, if Ke- though, if Kevin doesn't show up. You could totally do. I'll it. go. They won't even know. They'll never know. No, they'll be like, oh, feel the dreams for sure. That, yeah, he was in feel the dreams. <laughs> yeah. But for me, who would you be? I don't know who I would be on there. Honestly, like. Jamie? I'm not Jamie. No way. <laughs> Nobody wants to be the great no one wants to be no, There's no way I'm Jamie. That's it no was immediate. Nah, I, 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 I used to call Mason uh, Jamie all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's no way I'm Jamie. I probably I, I forgot the, the other brother name. That's probably who I'll be. Uh the, the wild. Oh the um because uh, he he yeah. has the oh, uh, um What's it? Uh, Luke Grimes plays him, right? Is that the one you're yeah, talking yeah. about? Uh, Casey. Casey. Yeah, Casey. I'll probably be Casey because, like, you know, like my wife is she's Puerto Rican and she's different. You know what I'm saying? It's just okay. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't always fit the the way of like how my family does things. So okay. I, you there know, you I think go. I can see this. Okay. I like the reasoning behind it too. There's yeah, a layer connected to the back. So have you seen the other ones like the 1883 and so, the? So I've seen 1883. I haven't seen 1923. I think uh, it is. All the different things. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I've seen 1883 though. Real good. Yeah, really good. Really good. Yeah. Both of them are really good. Yeah. Even the new the 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 19. I haven't finished that one. Harrison Ford's it. in the, the yes, yeah, Harrison I haven't seen that one. one. And uh, was it Helen, how do you say Helen Mirren? Helen Mirren, yeah. yeah. How do you say it? She's done nothing terrible. She's awesome. I mean, it is. It, that's a great, great show. I have so. to check that one. I did see the 1883, the lightning with the yellow hair. That got me. Yeah. Yeah, because my wife is blonde, my daughter's blonde, so it's like, <laughs> and it's like a father-daughter <laughs> thing. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like yeah. Tim McGraw. I thought Tim McGraw was, uh, he's he an unbelievable job. Dude. He did a great job. He's awesome. I did not see that coming. He did a great job. He's awesome. Yeah, that's he's phenomenal. Awesome. All that. I can see was Blindside. <laughs> I was singing um, the songs. Every time he'd come on screen, oh, I just yeah, would get was, his songs stuck in my head. That was a great one. But, yeah. Um, I was, um, so yeah, excited. That's why I got yeah. the hat on. Big concert this week. I'm excited for it. Um, Lainey Wilson. Uh, I think Riley. Isn't Taylor Swift coming this weekend too? No, that's not till June. Oh, a friend of mine said she was coming I mean, Unless Saturday. she's sneaking in. 
No, uh, I think she's June 16th and 17th. Oh, okay. You going well, on that one, too? Yeah, yeah so. you're going on that one. Yeah, so. My yeah. wife asked me to get I don't know why. I was like, Actually, listen to Taylor, no, Taylor Swift? No, I think it's for Bailey, but I'm like, Bailey does like Bailey knows some of her like old stuff. Yeah. But not her like new, some of her new stuff she uses like Dude, some bad words. I'd go, I would go see a Taylor Swift show because I'm a production guy. So I, oh, I'm sure she's it's probably a, insane. Oh, it's right? probably, it, yeah. it's got to be a great show. I mean, yeah. everyone talk, I mean, it's sold out. But, you know, and I don't want to go back and discredit her, but like, did you hear what Luke did on like last, like a week or two ago where he did a show and it was like, he just did like a, or I'm going to do one tomorrow night too. Like a total impromptu really? stadium thing. Like just. At a whole stadium? I think so. Yeah. Like a whole, as far as I, what I, I'm almost positive. I could be wrong, but wow. I'm almost positive. Just, uh, just, I'm going to do another one because people Jeez. ask for it. But hey, man. anyway, yeah, that ta- the Taylor one is going to have to be, because someone at one point, I thought I read that she did like 50 Costume changes or something, I mean, something ridiculous. Or like every song is a different outfit. Or I mean, something. it's got to be insane. It's, I mean, her her show probably look feels like an award show. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like she's that. Like it's only a few names that as big as her. Like right. in, in in music, like Drake is as big as her. You know, like right. You know, in like different genres. You know, yeah. Bad Bunny. So it's just like, are you uh, are you a big music guy, Ryan? I I like Drake. Have you have you <laughs> ever seen Drake live? Yeah, so I seen Drake live in college. Well, so what like, was that like? Like it was like you know uh-huh. like shot for me and like best ever. No, not best ever. Off, off his mixtape. Yeah, uh, no, shot for me was off of uh, 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 Take Care album. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah so it was, I was in college and then it was at the Shinesteins Center and one of my teammates had uh, like he's really close with one of the Shinesteins and he was like, hey. Uh, we got an extra ticket. Do you want to come see this Drake concert? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And, and like, he was all, he was big when I was in college. Yeah. And to think about it, like I was in college in 2011, 2012, 2013. That was 10 years ago. Jeez. Plus, you That's know, wild to think about, you man. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. like 10 years to, 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 to date, he's still as big. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, oh, he's way bigger. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I just think anytime, because I've done live production for the last 10 years. And mm-hmm. so anytime I can see an artist, I don't care about the music. Yeah. Like that, as on that level, I'm just there picking the brand. I'm telling you, I've seen hundreds. I used to work at a concert venue in St. Petersburg, Florida. And I've seen hundreds of shows come through. I have yet to see a show that is better than 21 Pilots. 20, I heard it, I heard it good. I heard it good. Phenomenal, dude. Like even if you don't even care about their music, just go watch what they do. It's two dudes and they'll make PPG paints feel like a living room. It's insane. It's amazing. It's worth seeing. All right. Yeah. yeah. So they got some great music too. So they do. Very, very, uh, very talented. Uh, Sorry, I'm texting my wife. She just landed in Guatemala. (laughs) That sounds like the setup to a joke, but it's totally (laughs) true. (laughs) No, she flew down there to do some missions work this week, and so she just landed. So that's why I apologize. I'm still listening to y'all. Yeah. So Ryan, I know you've seen clips of the show. You you mentioned that you watch Coach T's episode. One thing that we do here. Uh, is we sample beers. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to dial up our first beer here. This is actually sent in. All the, all three beers that uh, are here tonight are, were sent in by guests. Okay. Yeah, or, or guests, fans. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess the guests aren't sending in beers. So um, this first one, are you a wrestling fan at all? Uh, a wrestling? A wrestling fan? Hey, so I was watching wrestling. So what's crazy is I, like, I used to watch a little bit when I was younger, and then like I played a video game a lot, so a lot of dudes I played a video game with, yes. they like wrestling. So I got back into it like right before WrestleMania, and I was like, so now I'm actually about to start watching it. Who again. was your Who was your wrestler like growing up? Who was the like Who were your top like Who were your guys? Obviously, like The Rock is, yeah. is like 
my like I love The Rock, obviously, okay. but um, I like the, like you have to like The Rock. You have to have like Stone Cold, but like The Rock, Stone Cold, and John Cena was like my generation. Nice, yes. you know. So those nice. those were the those were the guys. And it's funny, you funny you would, yeah mentioned Stone Cold Steve Austin because um, I feel like we if we're gonna do this, I feel like we have to do it right. Um, <laughs> and so I will say this. Um, I saw John Cena before he was like John Cena wrestle Brock Lesnar at the USF Sundome in Tampa. And it was like non-televised. It was like one of the matches they do throughout the, uh, like, I don't know. Yeah, when they were both growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're both coming up. And it was the first first and only time I've ever seen wrestling live. And Brock Lesnar walked out, and I thought it was an alien. I was like, there's no way a human being is that. Oh, my gosh. Brock was huge. He was an animal. He's still huge. Huge. How old is he right now? I don't know, but he's been wrestling for he's twenty not years. Young. Yeah, he's been wrestling for twenty years. Him and because him, so so I was watching uh, something because it was talking about John Cena. Uh, John Cena, the John Cena, uh, uh, and uh, Brock, and like the John Cena, the Brock, and I think Edge all came in like Edge. around the same time. Yeah, oh, dude, Edge God. was lethal. Bro. You know, so it was just it, it was crazy, but. Like, to do anything for 20 years is, mm. is amazing, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. what'd you say, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, 18 years, 20, yeah. something like that. Uh, yeah. Do you remember Brood? Remember when Edge was a vampire with Gangrel and... Uh, so, I'm going to be honest, like... Christian was the other I, one? Like, so my parents were, like, they're not strict, but they were very, like, sensitive, like, sensitive to what we watch. Oh, so, for like, sure. So, yeah. They're good parents, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're good parents. So, like, I need to be more sensitive to my child. <laughs> sure. Like, for instance, so, like... They'll watch like wrestling will be on TV and like I can watch it sometimes. Yeah, but sometimes they wouldn't let me let us watch it because they didn't want me and my brother wrestling. Yeah, no, that makes that makes you know total what I'm sense. So like I watch like yeah. The Rock and all those guys. Yeah, but some guys I, I didn't get to see all of them all the time. No, it's just called good parenting. That's what that's <laughs> no, called no, no, right no, there. No, no. Yeah. So uh, what, what do you got going on? Well, there, this bud? this first beer that we're we're Whoa. walking into here, uh, it is from El Segundo Brewing Company. Um, Oh, ho, 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 ho. What do we want to do? How do we Hold do on. This? Let me. What do, what do you want to do? Evan, come on in here. Evan, yeah, come on come in. Come on in here. This come is worth here. waiting for, ladies and gentlemen. Is. Ryan, this is a Cuban. This is, this is Evan. <laughs> is that what doing, I think Evan? it is? Evan, Ryan, Ryan, Evan. Ryan. So you have, to, you have to stay to be a part of this conversation now. Who? Me? You. Oh, all right. Oh, Evan. See, you, see, I, you see how fast I, I knew the, yes. the taste of the Florida lands that quick? Okay, so we're about to sample this. Well, why don't you tell us what we're going to have? It's just a, a normal Cuban sandwich. More, just so t- nothing, nothing you slow, make normal. Slow roasted pork. Uh, I did a pork chop because I didn't want to do a whole tenderloin, so I just did a pork chop and then honey roasted ham underneath that. Jeez. You have a pickle and then a mixture of mayo and mustard. Butter on the bun. I got to send, send a picture to my wife because she loves Cubans. <laughs> the, I got extras upstairs. The, uh, extra upstairs. The Cuban sandwich is my favorite sandwich of all time. Would you Would you I be mean, cool that. if I take one to go? Absolutely. Yeah, you want to go. Evan. Yes. Did you ever, I'm sorry you're behind me, this is a little weird, but okay. did you, were you ever a wrestling fan? Like WWE? Yeah. WWF, WWE. Um, maybe like Macho Man, Randy Savage, okay. and like yes. all right. those guys were around, yeah. but... Not, St- After not, that. Steve, not Stone Cold Steve Austin? Uh, not really. Wasn't a big fan, but like... Because he's coming right behind you. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's just a slow reaction. <laughs> okay, because we... Because you need to... Here's why. You need to stay here for one second. Go All ahead, right. Spence. All right. Well, this, it's this beer that we're walking into... 
is uh, from El Segundo Brewing Company. It is Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull Double IPA. It is 8% alcohol by volume. And that's the bottom line. Very nice. Yes. Stone cold. You gotta smack them together. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. I, I was going to do that. I really wanted yeah. to, and I realized Michelle, all of my gear is right here. Michelle, text me. That wouldn't be good. Oh, yes. Evan, this, this looks amazing, brother. Thank yeah, you thanks, so much. Evan. We will. All right. I don't know, where, do I, where do I start? Right. One hand in the sandwich, one hand on the beer. All right. So typically how we do this, Ryan, is we'll, we'll sample the beer. You smell it. Ooh, it you taste good. it. You give uh, any feedback on notes that you might taste, you might smell, and then we'll give it a rating out of 10. All right. All right. Why don't you dive in there first, Ben? See the beer? Into the beer. What do you think? Double IP? Stone Cold. It's strong, it's, you can tell it's a little heavier. Yeah. We say eight. It was eight percent. Yeah, it's a little heavier. Eight percent. What do you think? It's what do you smell? Sweet. sweet. Sorry, Ryan. It's not one of your um, flavored beers that you wanted. Because yeah. I know you're not a beer drinker. Yeah, I'm not a beer drinker. I'm more of a tequila guy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it smells sweet, though. It's like. Right, well, but, you, but you said this is not flavored, so. No, it's not flavored. It's not. Well, it tastes like. Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Sweat. Yeah. Yeah, so like... <laughs> yeah, so basically I don't like it. <laughs> no, it's just, I just... I don't know how to grade a beer because I don't I don't drink beer. No, so... So I, that's fine. Yeah. If you don't like it, that's what, that's what we say. So, like, so I, was, I would say it like this. I've had worse. Okay. This, All right. So I would say this is at least a six. Okay. Six? See, oh, that's solid. That's a, that's a perfect... Yeah, that's a perfect... That is exactly how we do this. Spence. Right. Yeah. Do you like it? Put, put me on. Got you. Stone cold. I just want you to know. That this right here, it's awesome. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. You're the man. Yes. Appreciate you making this, whether you made it or not, or just put your name on it. doesn't matter. It's amazing. <laughs> You're awesome. I don't care what Ryan says. <laughs> this, spectacular, sir. You poured another pour. You I did. Pour. I had to. That's how good it was. Stone cold. Said so. Said so. Right. So based off of Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted Stone Cold to like watch the show. Uh, no, I'll feel you. But based off of Ben, I'm going you know, to have to give this an a, a eight now. You know what I'm saying? I no, it is. I, so it's good. I, I don't know what it's else good. to expect. You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Well, then dive into that sandwich. Yes. That's the, well, Spence, what yeah. did you think? I'm sorry. I, well, I no, you're that. good. You should definitely dive into that sandwich. I would have heard you to say. That that is the smoothest eight percent, one hundred percent IPA I've ever. I mean had. not one hundred percent, eight percent. But yes, I agree. What I say? No, I said one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like I agree. Percent. Max hard, man. <laughs> yeah. That, I, like I, I couldn't tell that that's eight percent. That's very my smooth. First, that's my delicious. first sip, I was like, okay, it is. It's a little stronger, but it's. It, but I take it back. It's. It's. It's very good. It is very good. Uh, who who makes it? El Segundo. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Said. So um, Stone Cold oh, on the off chance that this this podcast comes across your phone or. Yeah. You know, computer. Thank you. If you ever want to come on and, and uh, drink one, here's oh, open invite. Are also, you kidding me? Could you, like, give me the Stone Cold, Stone Cold Stunner? It's been a dream of mine since I was, like, 12, so that'd be <laughs> awesome. Please, can you do that? Or to Evan or anybody else, just not me. Can, um, you, yeah. please, can you please hurt me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, he, I mean, he's a professional, right? He can contain it. So I might not be good at judging uh, beer, but yeah. I can judge a Cuban, and this yes. is really good. Is As good? a Floridian. Yeah, this is really good. This is a great sandwich. Phenomenal. And you're South Florida too, so you know what you're talking about when it comes to yeah. judging. I had a few of these growing up. So this is going to be um, a weird detail, but my favorite. So I I grew up skateboarding, listening to punk rock music, all that kind of stuff, right? right. My favorite Cuban sandwich is from Seven Eleven, 
when you get when you press it, it's nostalgic. It's not the best tasting I've ever had, but my favorite is from 7-Eleven when they pressed it because they wouldn't always press it because the workers would be like, oh, man, I don't want to do that. So they tell you that the press was broken, but I knew it wasn't broken. <laughs> like McDonald's and their ice cream <laughs> machines. McDonald's and their ice cream machine is always yes. broken. So that's my standard here. 7-Eleven doesn't go anywhere. Well done, Evan. Thank yeah, you. that's way better than 7-Eleven. That's was awesome. But the bread has to make it right. What's the usual? What's the usual bread on a Cuban? Does it matter? I don't know, but when they press it, it's usually a lot thinner than this. But it's that's like, delicious. It's like the what is it called? Like a panini? Like not a, like that's ciabatta? What yeah, kind of like kind of. This, this is like a ciabatta, right or no? I mean, not really ciabatta, but like a ciabatta. But, you mean? <laughs> Come on now. I don't know. I, that's what I was asking. I don't. Do you? Can you get it on like rye, wheat, sourdough? Definitely not. Definitely like not. A Cuban is like pressed with like. Cuban like bread. a panini type bread. Okay, it has to be a specific, that's what makes yeah. the sandwich but, but as much as anything. It's more of just like, I don't think it's the, that's what makes the sandwich, but that's how they're made. And then, you know, with the pork and, and the pickles and the mayo, like just, just like the, all this combo together is just kind of like it. The mayo mustard is super important for me. Although I had a, a Cuban friend of mine in Tampa tell me that like a legit one in Cuba will use butter instead of mayo and mayonnaise. Well, he said he put butter on it though. Oh, did he? he said butter and I, don't, I don't know if that's true. That's just what dude told me. I've never been to Cuba. That's really good. Yeah. This is delicious, though. Um, I, that's round one, dude. How's he going to top that? Mm-hmm. Jeez, well, I know, but. Oh, well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I don't know the order that he's bringing them down in. Mm. I know what we're having. That's delicious, dude. Um, I, was, I was about to tell you a story, by the way, Spence. Yes. Um, Ryan, I'll tell you this because you have kids. Mm-hmm. So you understand. Um, you said you were at a t-ball game tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Freezing cold outside. It was at a t-ball game. It snowed today. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. Yes, yes, it did. Those of you that have not, are not in Pittsburgh, uh, we have gone from 80 degrees to snow. Mm-hmm. Um, in a matter of three days. Yes, it's been unbelievable. But anyway, so this is, this is um, I'm reading a book. I'm going to I, I'm gonna have to say the name of it because I'll, if I don't say it, I'll feel bad. But, um, is it audio or is no, it? No, no, it's, it's I'm reading it because I'm taking notes in. I'm actually like... It's called Resilient Kids. Okay. okay. Raising them to embrace life with confidence. I like it. Oh, wow. Really? Okay, by Kathy Koch. Koch? Koch, Coach, K-O-C-H. And I feel like she's a PhD, so she's a lot smarter than me. I can't even say her name. Yeah. But anyway, I got this sent to me from a good friend of mine, Dr. Tim Clinton, who you know, we know. So anyway, it's about- It's called Resilient Kids? Yes. It's not very long. I just started like one, I'm like a chapter or two in. Right. You know, I'm taking notes. Ash and I are both going to read it, read it, but- um, it, it's just really good. It's just about like um, resiliency, and it was it, it was very eye opening that um, you know it talks about like failure, obviously, which is what resiliency is, right? Mm-hmm. Bouncing back from failure, yep. and yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm getting on Audible. Um, and you know, like like failing isn't it, like people perceive failing as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Failing doesn't have to be bad. Failing mm-hmm. actually is what you learn, right? Because mm-hmm. think about when we all were kids. We fell when we walked. Yeah. Every time we tried to walk, we fell. Yeah. Did we fail or were we learning to walk? Learn to walk? We were learning. No, I mean, I'm sure there are some kids that just got up and walked and never fell. I doubt it, but there's probably somebody out there. But it's, it's, it's failing is good. If we as parents stood behind the, your kid every time and caught them, then they would never learn what it was to fail yeah. to have perseverance, mm-hmm. right? And resiliency. And so, anyway, um, at the beginning of this chapter, it talked about. Um, being trustworthy like can your kids are you, are you trustworthy for your kids can your kids come to you and talk to you can they feel um 
you know, resilient because of you. Mm-hmm. So it said, hopefully, if you asked your kids to write a list of people in their life that is trustworthy, hopefully you'd be at the top of it. I'm like, man, I hope so too. <laughs> so I walk out and I was like, hey guys, listen, I want to do a fun little thing with you guys. Um, it was on Sunday, so it was before church. And I said, I want to, I said, what does it mean to be trustworthy? Do you guys know what it means to be trustworthy? And Bodie, my youngest, first one, boom, hand up. I'm like, all right, pal, what you got? He said, you know, like, if, if you say, if you ask us, and he kind of like starts talking around, like, all right, buddy, spit it out. Like, you got it. He says, if you, if you like ask us, like, did we brush our teeth? And we say, yes, you have to trust us that we said the truth. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I got you. That's for a six year old, good job. And then, you know, the other ones, and then Bailey and Benjamin both were throwing a little bit older stuff, like, you know, just that we, when we say we're going to do something, we do it, or you're there for somebody or whatever. I said, great. I said, yeah, that's awesome, guys. Um, I said, I said, and so are people, do you have people in your lives that are trustworthy? And I said, you know, one thing about being trustworthy is, um, is it is what is it when someone um, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way word is what is it when someone like um, makes a mistake or they they do something and and as a person what am I gonna like what am I thinking for that person that kind of maybe didn't tell the truth and Bodhi blurts out show him grace I was like wow. Wow, really? Yes. Like, yeah, that wasn't even what I was thinking. But that, that's, that's, an yes. even, that's, yes. that's an even better answer. Like, yes. yes, showing grace when someone makes a mistake. I said, that's really good, bud. I'm like, you know, we just want to be trustworthy. I was just talking like being trustworthy. They're going to tell you the truth, but right. you talk about grace. So anyway, my point in telling you this story is I had them. I said, I want you guys to really think about who in your life is, is, that you would consider trustworthy. I said, you can create as long of a list, as short as your list. Just, um, you know, just write down whoever it is. And it, there's no right or wrong answers, whatever. So, like, Bodie was like, and I, I collected them. Bodie was like, mom, dad, my friends, and he named his three friends. Yes. That was his list, right? Yeah. And I'm like, good for you, buddy. Like, mom and dad made the list. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. all yes. I was hoping for, yeah, to see yeah, my yeah, name yeah, on the mom and dad. Bailey was like, mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, um, nana, pap, like, basically both their grandparents. Um, and then, like, I think maybe my sister, and then, like, some of her friends. Yeah. I'm like, all right, good job. Mm. And Benjamin is like still sitting at the table, and he's usually like, if you give him work, he hates work, hates school work. Yeah. And he's like, like I was, I kind of, I tried to make it like it wasn't a, a, a job. Uh, yeah. It was gonna be fun, like no, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Like what do you got? He he gave me a note card, and it had it just the names like started big, they kept getting smaller, you know. <laughs> but it was like face. it was like mom and dad, both grandma and grandpas. My, you know, all his aunt, like his aunt and uncles. Mm-hmm. Um, so he really thought about it. He, yeah, he did. It was <laughs> awesome. And, and then, he, then he went like um, he named like three friends who you would know. You would probably know his friends. I don't want to put them out there yeah. as kids. Um, and then he, he, he put Mr. Spence, hey, Miss McKenzie, and you should. I, I, it took me a while to figure out how because <laughs> McKenzie was like A M A C E N S E or something. We made it, man. We made it. <laughs> yes. so anyway, and he, and he put like. Brand, like, like he put yep. the people that you would expect in our small group yeah. and I was like wow I want to let you know That's that cool. Benjamin thinks you and Miss McKenzie are trustworthy people so hey. you made the list I just wanted you to know that. that's a, awesome. a long story for that but it's yes. it was cool that he did that So it was a, but it's a good book I recommend it I just like I said I just started it but it was a really cool book especially if you have kids to learn yeah, about resiliency I, I definitely try to think of different ways of just being a better father you know and like so I, and I, I try to read a lot too you know so mm-hmm. like do you, do you read a lot I was never a reader, um, and, and I'm, I'm starting to get in. I, I'm definitely the last um, probably three or four years I started reading more, and, and even more so now, like now I try and 
I, I, I get up. Ashley, Ashley gets up at like 5.30 in the morning, 5.30, 5.45. Um, and I get up at like 6. Mm. Um, and we do devotion. Like we'll do devotions or read the Bible or do stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's awesome. So that's kind of our, our morning reading. And then I try and get to something like this or whatever. But because um, when you have kids, you got to find time. Yeah, you got to find time. Yeah. And so that's – so anyway, my, my st- a little bit in the mornings I do some reading. I, I wish I read more. I'm trying to do more, but so I, I, I used to read a decent amount, like in books. But then I've been going more to Audible books. Okay. But I also know if you actually read books, because I'm doing public speaking a little bit, and yeah. speak. I know when you actually read books; it help build your vocabulary for sure. So, oh, you know, no I actually flip the pages. So I, I go through a little bit of both. Right now, I'm actually uh, I just started today uh, Kevin Hart Audible book. Mm. Uh, audio book, you know, Audible. He, so he he wrote a book. He has actually three books out. Really? Yeah. Are so they biographies like, or just? Um, no, they're actually like, like one of them is is like kind of biography because he's talking about his life, but he's talking about what he goes through life. Mm-hmm. The one I'm reading is called a decision, and it was just basically like the decision in your life to like take that next step. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of people they have stuff that hold them back, and like for instance, this one thing I go through sometimes, especially since I got hurt. Uh, it's just like I go through resiliency a little bit. So basically, it was like, oh, my alarm is at six. They'd be like, oh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not that tired. I mean, I'm, I'm still tired. I'm going I'm mm-hmm. to uh, wake up at 620, mm-hmm. then 630, yeah. 640. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it, and it just talks about like, you got to keep your word to yourself because if you keep your word to yourself, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to keep it to everybody else. Yeah, that's good. You know, so that's just like one part of the book, but. I just started today. You know, yeah, that's so cool. does I, Kevin I, 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 actually read it? Huh? Does Kevin yeah, it's read actually it? it's actually his voice. Okay. Do yeah. most people do that on their own books or not uh, necessarily? Uh, I, I don't mean the most, but because okay. I, I wrote yeah. a book and I read the first part of it, but like David Goggins, I had read something about. I mean, I, I seen something and he said it took him like seventy two hours to finish reading his audio audio book or something like that. Seven, wow. And I was like, I. I don't have enough time to. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, it makes sense for Kevin to do it because he's a, such a personality. Yeah, to where it's like, voice. Yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah, like he, he tells jokes in it. Yeah, makes sense. sense. Yeah, I uh, feel like with AI, you could probably manipulate like that. If I was like a big traveler, like if I was like riding like in a car or doing a lot of stuff like that, like audiobooks or yeah. listening to something makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Drive, especially driving in a car, yeah. right? Yeah, if you're yeah. driving. That's that's um, me. Yeah. So I move around a lot. I don't I really you. be in my. Like I, I rarely listen to my book in the house. It's always when I'm when doing, doing something. Yeah, I, I feel like I would. I, I have done that. I, I did a little bit with um, I think the, one of the only audio books. I mean, I did I did the Bible. When I read through the Bible in a year. I did that. Like, oh wow, that's awesome. part of that. Yeah. Like listening because you have to for you sure. Can't, you got to do it while you're driving in the car. But um, I listened to um Walker Hayes. You know the singer Walker Hayes. Yeah, yeah. he's a country singer. <laughs> if you know Walker Hayes is. Uh. <laughs> um, him, um, and his neighbor. Craig from the song Craig yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wrote a book together called like Neighbors or That's something dope. like that and yeah. talked about their relationships and they both did it and I was I was caught off guard because it's the first audio book I ever really listened to that was something like that and I heard mm. like his voice and I'm like that's Walker and, like, yeah you that's know, pretty so cool it was, man it was pretty cool yeah, um, to hear their voice and telling their stories is, is definitely a, yeah. a unique I think it would have been better like I have my book on audio it probably would have been better if it was my voice throughout the whole book yeah but I remember when like we just did the like the the uh, introduct introductory in a, I can't even say the word right now. Uh, introduction, introduction, <laughs> introduction. Yeah. Yeah, okay. introduction. I can't even talk right now. So basically, when we were doing that, I was reading it, and like sometimes you'll read the same line yeah. ten times. And you, yeah, that would drive because it's, you can't speed up or slow down at any point. It has to yeah. have the same 
like tone and inflections, inflections, and, say, and wow. it's like when something's important, like you have to build up your voice. But it's like you read it, and you have to it's keep like work. Doing, yeah, so it's just like I, I, I just didn't have the time to do it. I've so. done a handful of like voiceover and reading stuff um, throughout my career, and that's probably the most stress. That's way more. So I've done music as well in the past, but that's way, reading something in a studio is yeah. way more intimidating than doing like a music performance, man. I can I can I can imagine. Yeah, that's wild. And I thought it was uh, totally fitting to sit here and mention a book about resilience. Well, Ryan's here. Oh, I know. I, I, feel, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. Right. That wasn't even <laughs> like, intended. That was, yeah, that was bum set in spike, my that brother. Was not yeah. even intended. Well, I thought it was awesome, man. Not only obviously because of the incredible journey that you had through your injury, but because you're now doing a podcast mm-hmm. talking about the resilience. The resiliency is the word. Resiliency. The resiliency of the human spirit yeah. with don't call it a comeback. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which is, I think, is a phenomenal. Obviously, the perfect person to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, professional athletes in general are. You guys are some of the most resilient, disciplined, you know, organized, mentally tough people on the planet. And I think as, as fans can watch you guys work on Sundays or Mondays or Thursday nights or whatever, it's on display at some level, but having had a close relationship with this guy and, and getting the peek behind the curtain a little bit at the preparation, it blows my mind. All the things that we as fans don't know that you yeah. guys have to endure and then go through. Yeah. And then on top of that, your, your incredible journey with your, uh, your, your injury, what made you want to start this podcast to highlight these other stories? Yeah, so what made me want to start a podcast is, so I, I was on another podcast network at first, and we were just strictly talking about football and what was going on throughout the week. But I was talking to my agent, and I was like, man, I just want to have a podcast that talk about comeback stories. Mm-hmm. And it's just like all different type of comeback stories. You know, it can be somebody coming back from an injury, or it can be somebody, you know, a, a team that, that came back like the, the Kings. We can talk about the Kings. Mm-hmm. They haven't been to the playoffs in 17 years. You know, like imagine being a imagine being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and not going to the playoffs seventeen straight years. That will never happen in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that, obviously that's <laughs> never happened in Pittsburgh. But but it just it, it's it's crazy, you know. So just talking about these comeback stories, we've talked to we talked to all different type of people. We talked to um, like Taylor Lewan, He's coming back from his his injuries that he's had. We've uh, talked. He wanted to talk about Michigan because obviously Ohio State versus Michigan and the team of North ended up beating us uh, the last two years. But they went on like a ten year drought mm. of not mm-hmm. of not beating us, you know. So and he was on the he was on the like the the beginning of that drought, you know. Yeah. You know, so we talked to him about it, and then we we talked to individuals that like play football. Then they was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. Went to bas- went to baseball, played baseball in college, and then came back to play football. Yeah. We like we we talked to just everything. It, yeah, we That's we talk cool. about everything, and, yeah. I, and I think it's really important because. People comeback stories are, are amazing, and it just that's how like sports aren't sports even isn't for comeback stories. Like mm-hmm. even even think about the the Chiefs. Every time they won a Super Bowl so far, every time it's been a comeback. Yeah. And then like they had multiple comebacks so far the, the, this last year. Mm-hmm. You know, so it just like we talk about different different sports, different people. Yeah. We, I just like I just like talking about comeback stories because there's always one. You know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And it, it's, it's always it, to me. It, I know my story was very inspiring to a lot of people, and I think it can be inspiring to others, just the stories that we tell. Yeah, and I think that's why we love sport, right? Mm. It's, it's, it is that root for the underdog. It's the, the perseverance of the human spirit. It's like somebody triumphing over adversity, man. Yeah. It's like, and that's, that's 
what rallies cities together, what, what gives strangers something in common, you know yeah. what I mean? And so, yeah, man, I think that's awesome, brother. I love that you guys are doing it. I've been able to catch a couple clips and uh, of your guys' show. You guys that's are really cool. crushing no, it, bro. No, I appreciate yeah. it, man. I appreciate it. I'm well, it's crazy because I'm sure you've never talked about your injury. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, I talk about it here and there. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. No, but um, I do, like, I, I think it's because obviously we had our last guest was Tomlin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was just, you know, we, we obviously talked about it a little bit. Um, and and got his perspective on it, which was which was, I thought unbelievable. What 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 he felt, yeah, that was crazy. how um, you misled him yeah. <laughs> with your positivity <laughs> and everything. So you uh, hadn't heard Coach T say any of that stuff. Before. None of that. I have not heard him say it like that. Oh wow! I felt like that was the first. I mean, I've heard him say some of that stuff, but but I have not heard him say what he felt like when he went out there. No. Wow. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was crazy because um, I was I could say uh, I probably had a like. Ben obviously had a coach relationship with Coach Tom, and they they've been together for a long time. But I probably had a, like a really like my Y'all relationship. Close. Yeah, my relationship with yeah. Coach Tomlin before mm -hmm. I got hurt mm -hmm. was probably significantly closer than anybody else on the team, probably other than Ben. Oh wow! Because every single day I'll be in the facility. I'll wake up in the mornings. Well, and you were I'll, the quarterback of the defense, yeah, too, was, so yeah. it made sense. Yeah. yeah, and then we'll just we'll watch film together. We'll like like when people weren't there, we'll watch film together. We'll just, we'll spend a lot of time like like. They'll, they'll put in the install, and he'll say, all right, this is the install. This is what we plan on doing. But I already knew, like, if something bad happened in the game, what he'll want to go to, mm. like, but but when everybody else was still trying to figure it out. So, like, if something happened to us in the first quarter, he'd be like, all right, Ryan, like, I know this is going to be a second-half adjustment. We got to do it now. You know, mm -hmm. like, so it was just like we, we just talked a lot. And just we kind of, you know, we built a relationship. So, like, when I got hurt, you know, to me – I was in denial when I got hurt, you know, because I just, like, I never seen nobody get a spinal cord injury on a football yeah. field. Were you were you in de denial on the field? No, like, so, like, the reason I say I was in denial is because um, it's, it's two reasons. So, one, I didn't think my injury was as bad as it was. So, sure. that's what I mean I was in denial. Okay. And then, two, is just, like, to me, I feel like, at that time, I was one of the best players in the world at my position. and Yeah, we all thought that. <laughs> and, and the best players in the world don't get hurt that bad in my, in my head. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so I was just like, yeah, this is like, I'm probably got like a stinger, but it's in my, in my back or something mm -hmm. like that. Or like, that's like my mindset. You know, because if you get a stinger in your arm, you know, your arm goes numb. You know, so it's like, I might got a stinger in my, you know, in my spinal cord injury or something like that. So that, sure. that was kind of my mindset. And then... After me being in the hospital for a while, like I was in the hospital for like a week and some change, and I was like, "Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty jacked up, you know, because yeah. I, I couldn't, like, I, and what happened was my, my god brother, uh, he played for Duquesne, and when he was at the, at my hospital one day, I was not feeling good. I was like feeling real, real sick, and you know how the hospital beds they have like the little rails that like help you not yeah. fall out of the bed. He was sitting, like, basically where Ben is at. Like, the wall was yeah. here. Like, Ben came to my hospital a few times, and, like, the wall was here. My bed was here. He was sitting right by me. And I couldn't, like, move. Like, I basically couldn't move. So when I, like, I was leaning at him, talking to him, and then I was feeling so sick, I ended up throwing up, but the rail was here. Sure. And it, it hit the rail and it hit me back in my face. And when I, when I was like, I can't even move out of my own way of my throw up, I was like, yeah, it, this, is, this is not a good situation. And then I literally... Like, I already knew I was going to get better, but I literally, like, it clicked in my head, like, Ryan, like, you need to tighten all the way up and, like, really, like, focus on getting better right now. And, and that's, and from that moment on, I try to stay as positive as I could. And 
one thing that really helped is that like people constantly came, like Ben came, um, Coach Tomlin would come, yeah. like Vince would come, you know, uh, Kevin Covert, like Mr. Rooney, like the team, like we'll have linebacker meetings at the hospital. So it was just, I've always, like I kept people around, like people kept staying around me and they just kept giving me energy to keep wanting to get better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, um, but it was, yeah, it was definitely, um, it was definitely a scary moment. But I just I trusted God and I, I really just felt, you know, I was gonna get over it. You know, but, it but it was it was tough. That's wild, man. Wow. When when it when it happened initially, when as soon as it happened, was what did you feel? Was it was there was it pain? Was it was it just a weird feeling? No, was it, it was it was just like, weird because like basically like I like imagine you go tackle somebody, I just tackled them and I just dropped. Yeah. And I just dropped and then my like my back was just like like it had like a slight burn in it, but yeah, that was about that it. was about it. You know, it was like it, not a slight burn. It was, it was like a burning sensation. Yeah. But it was just, and then I just couldn't feel anything. And it was yeah. just, it was just really, it was just really, uh, like I was just, I was just, I didn't know what yeah. to expect. You know, and the thing, the first thing that came to my mind was really, uh, and this is so stupid, but I don't know why. But the first thing that came to my mind was the next day, I like I had bought Michelle a dog for Christmas. Mm. And the next day, I was supposed to pick it up from the, mm. from like the airport. Like so, we played in Cincinnati. Yeah. And then the next day, I was gonna pick this dog up. And then in my head, I'm like, man, I'm hurt. You're thinking I, about the dog. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> gonna be able to get this dog. Like, so you're on the field thinking about the dog. <laughs> like I wasn't even thinking about myself. I was just like, man, like I gotta get this dog. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like, like, I don't know how we're gonna get this dog to Michelle. The, the thing is, the people that were, that. We was buying a dog from. Yeah. They were watching the game. I didn't yeah. like. Obviously, everybody watched the the, the game. Yeah. But they, they like called my agent back and was like, "Hey, we understand what happened to Ryan. Like, we can push this back. We don't need it." But like that was the that was the first that, thing. That's so wild, man. I, th- I feel like you hear like stories of trauma when that happens, where like like something like that happens, and then all of a sudden, the first thing you think about is something completely outlandish, like, "Oh." That dog, I gotta go get that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I was just like, no, it was crazy. There's gotta I, be something in the in the brain that does that, right? Like some kind of defense mechanism or something. I don't, I don't yeah. know, because like like I said, I didn't. I, like I said, I wasn't. I didn't think I was as hurt as as bad as I was. Yeah. So I think it was more like, oh man, I'm injured. Now I gotta figure things out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm injured, I can't get this dog in the morning. Yeah. You know, like so I was. Just <laughs> and like, I gotta get this dog. And you so, never knew. You didn't know how bad the injury was either. I, I didn't know how bad. So. I didn't know how bad it was because. When we was in the when we was in the ambulance, I kept asking Doctor Conco. I'm like, "Hey, how long you think how long you think uh, it is until I get back? Like, how how long how much long you think?" That was your concern, you yeah. know. And shout out Doctor Conco. Yeah, what no, a he's great, awesome. Great yeah. doctor. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, Evan. Yes, sir. What we got here? Chicken fried steak from Florida with a cracked no. cracked black pepper. Chicken fried steak is not from Florida. That's cracker bread. Cracker bread, man. I four. It's on I four. This is definitely not well. It looks really good. This is a Florida dish. That's southern. When I, when I looked up Southern Florida and the, the areas around, it was the first like four were all fish and shrimp, and <laughs> so I had to do some digging. And I there was country. I mean, chicken fried steak, and then there. Was, oh right, no no no! This is I love chicken fried steak, but <laughs> I just thought the, I thought the Cubano was the you know the Florida, and then this was the Ohio. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I have the, the next one. Oh, we're getting there. Oh, we're getting there. Yeah. Um, so it's got a cracked black pepper oh. gravy on it. That that's. That sounds amazing. All right. Thank you. Oh, man. Appreciate you, Ev. Um, Chicken fried steak. Again, my reference for this is Cracker Barrel. I'm going to be honest with you. Same. Hey, be honest with me. How many times does it take you to win the triangle peg game at Cracker Barrel? It's really tough. 
Right now, if I if we did it, one. No, there's no way you do it one shot off rip right now. See, I don't believe you. What was like that? No, no, dude, that that move right there, I could tell by your technique. That was not. Yeah, you were left with two pins at yeah, the end no, of that, yeah, brother. That's not, yeah, that's not it. You're two pins, I've used that move. You're stuck. I'm gonna take one pin out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Doctor Conquest was the best. He's awesome. Um. That's that's crazy. Well, and I, we don't need to. Like I said, you've told this story a million times. Unless there's something that you want to tell us, but you did mention something before we started, which I I love what you said. And if you don't mind saying it, um, because I think it, it takes a lot of courage to, to to admit what you're doing. Yeah. And and it's not easy as one as men because mm-hmm. sometimes as men we can't admit when we need help or mm-hmm. we need to ask for directions or <laughs> whatever yeah. it is. Um, my wife says me all the time, you never ask for help. Well, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm, I'm getting better. But, but you know, but as men, to be able to, to do what you're doing, um, and I'll let you talk about it, um, I'm just really proud of you for it because I think it's really special. So yeah. um, if you don't mind telling people because I think it's nothing yeah. to be ashamed, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, no, so what I said was my first, um, today was my first day actually going to therapy since my injury. So... Uh, what's so crazy is, and I looked at you I, funny because I was like, I, I was at your physical therapy, yeah, yeah but, but not, not physical yeah, therapy, not, not physical therapy, but actual yeah. like awesome, uh, like uh, like mental therapy, like basically like having like a, uh, like yeah, like is it mental therapy, like yeah, therapy, yeah, like a yeah, a, a counselor. You yeah. weren't wrong in saying therapy. I just when you when you told <laughs> yeah. me earlier therapy, yeah, I was like, think of, you're most thinking well, think like rehab. I saw you do therapy, rehab, yeah, exactly rehab. I feel like if it's physical therapy, that's typically when you add like an adjective. Right. Okay. Physical there you go. Yeah. Therapy, so therapy, therapy is therapy. like yeah. understood. Yeah. But anyway. So, but yeah. so and the thing that's so crazy with me is I actually used to go to a sports psychologist at Ohio State. So like I know how important therapy is, but for some odd reason it wasn't like I was against it. I just didn't go. I just never. You never thought to do. I just. It. I never. I just. I was. You didn't think you had an issue. You didn't, didn't know. Or it, you wasn't, didn't... it wasn't that I didn't have an issue. It was just more that, you know. I just leaned on like my family and my friends, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes they were like, Ryan, you like, like what you're feeling right now. I, I don't know how I'll be able to help express it. You might need to talk to somebody, you know, that's more of a professional, uh, a professional <laughs> you know, but equipped to handle yeah. But yeah. to me, you know, and the thing is, I tell people all the time, like, even that's going through rehab and like, hey, what, what would you do? I was like, man, I, 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 you know, I leaned on my family. I really trusted my family. They were there for me. I I try to stay positive. If I have down days and Bill, let you know, like even before I got hurt, I was just always positive, joking mm-hmm. around, laughing, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And um, and that's just who I am. So very positive person. And sure. when I just had my family help me out, so when I had bad days, they'll bring the positive positivity to yeah. me, and then the next day I'll be right back to myself. You know, so I never really thought about going to a therapist, but then I ended up going to a therapist today. Because I do have stuff that does bother me. Everybody has stuff that bothers yeah. them. You know, yeah. and I do have stuff that bothers me. And I was just like, man, I'm, one thing that I still i am big on is like just personal growth and growing. And I just felt like I have some, like, I, I, like I'm not going to call it demons, but I have monsters that I feel like that are inside of me that's not allowing me to reach my full potential like I was with football. Yeah. You know, so I think it's very important that I talk to a therapist because – I, I do tell people all the time, you know, I moved on from football, but but I'm never going to forget what happened. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I tell people all the time, uh, one thing that's really tough for me personally is, like, like Ben, you retired, 
And, you know, I, I ended up telling you, sorry for what I said before, but, I, you know, you retired, and you, but you might have wanted to play longer, you know, or, or not. You know, while other guys get to retire, they get to play longer, or they get to have another shot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you tear your ACL, you get to go back out there and at least see if you're, you're good enough. You know, yeah. like, if you want to go play catch with your kids, at least see if you're good enough. Like, the thing that was really, that really hurts me still to this day is, like, I never got to really step back on a football field and actually try. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, man. you know, so it, it was really tough for me. And, like, so talking to somebody about all those little things, I think, helps me, help, is going to help me out. That's, that's awesome. Good, good for you. And anyone out there that, that feels they don't need it or doesn't want to do it or doesn't think it's manly enough or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like, yeah, seek no. help, man. Yeah, it's, definitely seek help. It's, and there's lots of reasons to potentially need help. But um, I, what – because for the longest time, you were – your goal was to come back. Mm-hmm. And, and we saw that. We knew it. You knew it. Mm-hmm. At, kind of a twofold. At what point was it, okay, it's not going to happen? And then what was that like? So What was that reality? The day, the day that I actually like retired was like when it actually like hit me. But – I was thinking about it before, and I, I kept trying, and I was getting to the, the point where I was very close, but it was just certain movements I couldn't do. Mm. And then I could, see, like, I could see, even if I got close to where I was at, I was not going to be able to reach back to where I was at. Like, just the explosiveness, just the, the movement, like, the knowledge of the game. But it just, it, 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 it was to a point where it's like, hey, if I'm going to play football again, I can't imagine myself going out there and putting out a product that I, I, I can't see myself being. Okay. So that was going to be my next question, is yeah. if you could have played yeah. but been like 70% Ryan, would you have done that still? So <laughs> I remember Coach Tomlin told me before, he was like, hey, we'll take an 85% Ryan. Oh, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what yeah, you, you at 75% is, is better than most. There's no doubt. Still, yeah. but, 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 but it doesn't matter what that is. It's could you handle that? So, so the, to me, like say if – that that's that that'll have been tough. I think because I think I would have tried, mm-hmm. and then I would have went out there, Some point. and then seen like, all right, man, people are constantly passing me up. Mm-hmm. People are constantly like, and, and I'm trying my hardest. If I if that's the case, then it's like yeah, it's, it's time it's to time to quit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I like to me personally, it's like I can't imagine playing a game that I love. And I tell people all the time, like dudes that's injured, dudes that's uh, you know thinking about what they want to do, it was like, hey, you got to understand, when it comes to football, high school, college, pro, you're always getting evaluated. So the moment the moment you look any different than you want to look, you got to understand, people are not looking at, hey, Ryan, you're hurt anymore. Yeah. They're looking at like, hey, you out here and you just dropped a pick. Yeah. Hey, you out here, you, you didn't make that tackle. And it's like, they, it goes from um, – oh, man, Ryan was one of the greatest players. And it's not even thinking about other people, mm-hmm. but it's just like to like, man, we need to get this dude off the field. And sure, I never, man, to me, I never want to be in a point where, oh, we need to get this guy off the field. You know, like, so I, I think it would have been, I think it would have been tough for me, you know, people passing me up and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny because when I remember when Ryan was a rookie, um, <laughs> it was funny because I like, especially when guys are on defense, and Ryan came in as like an instant, like like you knew he was special, yeah. right? You knew he was going to be a, a star. And, and so he was going against the first team offense right away. Um, 
And so I would always have fun with young guys, like whether it's a DB, linebacker, or easier because I could like I'd move with my eyes or I'd look here, I'd do these like fun things. And they and he was Ryan was always really good, especially as a young guy. Like he had no problems coming up and 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 being like, hey. What did you see? Why did you do this? What you like? Mm. You know, just asking. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool for a young guy to come up to. Yeah. Because at that point, I would have been 10, 11, 12, 13 years <laughs> in the league. You yeah. know, yeah. and he came right up and wanted because he wanted to get better. Yeah. And so, but I would have so much fun with guys like Ryan because Ryan's so he's so good and instinctual that if he saw your eyes go like this, he was flying. I mean, he would get there so fast. Yeah. And I'll never forget one time, I kind of gave Ryan this little look off, and I went to throw it over his head, and I was like, oh, I got him, and I was so like like excited because I was like because I, I would like tease guys sometimes like you know like think about the outside backers like drop into yeah. the flats and I would just like drop it over their head and they yeah that's super annoying yeah, that's that's super, super, like, when you no, jump in and it's it like right here right, yeah. you can't quite get it yeah. so it's like you're trying to touch the top yeah, of here you can't get and it and they get so mad and it would just and I would be laughing like the ball just leave my hand I'd be laughing because I knew it was going to happen yes. and so anyway this one time Ryan's and Ryan's a little different because he'd be in the middle of the field right roaming around but he was so fast that I could move and have fun um, it was fun for me to do those things because it would challenge me too. But this one time I went to throw it over his head and I've never seen anybody jump so high. <laughs> and he jumped up there and he intercepted. It might have been one hand, but it didn't matter how. He jumped up and I thought I had him. Yeah. And I'm like, I got him. And I'm like, and I remember, I remember, I can still see it because I saw it on film and I like, I think I sent it to my agent or something. And I was like, look at this dude. Like this dude is special. He said not and today. he's got a talent. Not like, like this. this dude, and it was, it was one of those ones where it just like, it felt like he was in the air forever. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, he jumped too early. Oh, no, he, wow, he's still up there. Oh, he, okay, maybe he's not going to come down anytime soon. And he came down with the ball and I was like, I'm like, dude, it's going to be good. That's so, awesome. But that, that's, so that's all, all wrapping into like, if that dude couldn't do that, yeah. like that yeah, would have like, been. It would feel some type of way. Yeah. Like, I don't feel weird because it's just, yeah. that's just how I am. Because I remember like I went to Ben before and I was like, hey, Ben, like, you've been in the league for a long time. Like, when you're compared to a young quarterback, I remember asking him this. I'm like, compared to a young quarterback and an older quarterback, like, when they're looking people off, like, what's in their mind? Like, mm-hmm. what, are the, what, what are they thinking? He was like, all right, majority of veteran quarterbacks, initially they're going to look off you immediately. Like, he's just like, they're going to hike the ball, look over here, they're not going over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, so once he told me that, I was like, I'm not biting. I'm not yeah, biting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was like, no, you, you, like he, he's. I should have lied to him. <laughs> practice. <laughs> every practice after that. So, so, but the thing is, they helped me versus every other quarterback. So, like, if I was playing a young quarterback, I'm like, oh, if he's looking over there, that's where he's going. Yeah. Unless it's like, you know, somebody that's just a, a, something like a Brock Purdy or somebody that just yeah. shows out and you just don't expect it. You know what I'm saying? But majority of young quarterbacks, they, 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 they looking at who they're going to throw the ball they, to. They have yeah. to. You know, because they, they're not used to the pressure. They're not used to the game. They're not used to the speed. Yeah. So I remember Coach Tom used to get mad at me. He was like, Ryan, why are you breaking so hard on some stuff? And I'm like, yo, I'm just going off of knowledge that I got from Ben and just watching film. Yeah. Because once I see their head move, it's like it's not coming back. Yeah. But if it's like an older dude, it's like he move his head, I'm going I'm to bite a little bit. But I'm like, you're probably coming back over here. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> sure. Really, it, it, helped me, it helped me out a lot. And I, to me, I felt like to be good at anything, you have to try to take knowledge from somebody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And why not take knowledge from first ballot Hall of Famer? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a pretty, but, pretty good resource. <laughs> pretty good was, resource. But, but, it was, but I give you credit, man, because it was, you know, it's not easy to do that as a young dude, and you did it, and you took it, and you wanted to get better with it. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And, so. and uh, I'm going to dive into this next beer yeah, here as we one. move this along. Hey, I do, before – okay. Oh, go ahead. No, no, what are you going to say? No, oh, mine was important. My, mine's going to be longer. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say um, I wanted to thank – because we're obviously hitting three beers, but there are a lot of other people that sent stuff in. Um, that we aren't necessarily trying on the show, but we have tried. 
Um, we had a little um, get together last week, and we tried a lot of the, the beers. Thank you to uh, Penn Brewery. You guys sent a bunch of stuff in. Uh, Rusty Rail, which I think we're going to get into at some point, I was told. Um, and a lot of just fans sending stuff in. We, we appreciate y'all so much. Um, Creekside, Tyler, everyone over there for for you know supplying the when I go over there and have to get the truck and fill it up with with all the stuff. But um, no, just really thankful for for all you guys for just watching the show. Um, all our sponsors. Um, no way, we don't have any sponsors. Yeah, who are that? Who's that, man? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, let's get into it. Let's let's definitely do another beer. Did you guys like this uh, the chicken fried steak? By the way, yeah, no, yeah. It, was, it was awesome. It, it was really good. It was awesome. I just got too much going on to eat it and, right now. And, know, and anybody that uh, whatever I say when it comes to beer, don't 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 listen to my judgment. <laughs> we trust me. We we have gone through that when there's beers that we just don't like. Yeah, we're like, hey, no offense to y'all because y'all probably have some good stuff, but it's just not our taste. Yes. So no saying, gonna... but I don't even know how to taste beer, so I just don't want y'all <laughs> to get do mad. No, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't want y'all to get mad at me because no, no, like. Right. Please do not be fooled by the fact that we have a show where we do this. We have no idea what no we're clue. talking about, right? But I subscribe. I'm an yeah, I subscribe to the notion, man. The best drink that you can have is the one you enjoy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter what you know. Is if it is if you like it. So uh, the last beer was sent in by listener Trent. Yeah, Trent thank you, sent Trent. that in. They, you, yeah, Trent. he sent a a great note that you can read uh, afterwards. Okay. Yeah. So thank you for that, Trent. That's awesome. We appreciate you. This one actually does not have a name attached to it, but you did mention the brewery. It is uh, Rusty Nail Brewing. Rusty Rail. Rail, what'd I say? Nail. Nail? Yeah. Also, Ryan, I'm real good with these uh, messing up words. All right. So, uh, so that's good. You're good. Yeah, yeah, you could You can compile an entire podcast of just things I've messed up, and it would be an hour and a half long. Rusty Rail, excuse me, uh, Brewing. It is based out of Mifflinburg, a small town in central Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh has always been one of our most loyal and supportive markets, so I'm guessing this is from Rusty Rail. Uh, hence why we brewed uh, Mon Monster Imperial Hazy IPA for the Pittsburgh fan base. Fog Monster Hazy IPA. The Mon. I- from the Mon. Like the, the Mon. mon. Yes. Yeah, they said the Fog Monster is their flagship. And Fool's Gold is a, a uh, Imperial Peanut Butter Hefeweizen. And that's what we I'm have. I'm sorry? You heard me, bud. Imperial Peanut Butter Hefeweizen. No. And we are walking no. right into it. It's not hey, coffee. My, um, Ashley's calling. Hey, it's not. It's not coffee. Go. No, it's not a stout. She's you, home. She came back from Guatemala <laughs> she already. To save you from this. Oh my god. So, the, so, so you said peanut butter in it. I don't know if there's peanut butter in it. Oh, you can't. Oh, you said hey, I can't peanuts. drink that one. Oh, okay, okay. Let me see yeah. if there's nuts. Let me see if there's nuts here. It doesn't matter. Let's not mess. Okay. With it. Yeah. It's called peanut butter or something. Yeah. Let's let's get that. I could drink it, but I just yeah. Let's do this. Fine. You and I will do it. Fine. For the people. I love peanut butter too. But I don't. I'm, there's no way I'm gonna like this. This is a Hefeweizen, though. You love Hefeweizen. No, I don't. What is a Hefeweizen? It is yes, like. Ben, what's a Hefeweizen? I got you. I'll definitely nail this. Uh, it is a German style beer. Uh, typically, it is uh, tastes like bubble gum, as uh, <laughs> I think all of them taste like bubble gum. Um, but it's typically a wheat beer, and whereas other beers are not, as you can tell by this amazing description of a Hefeweizen, I know exactly what I'm talking about. This uh, so this, I don't know how the uh, Imperial Peanut Butter Hefeweizen is going to taste, but it's... Not good. There's no way. Ben so t- people don't... So there's a, there's a beer called a stout. It's usually like as dark as this thing yeah. right here. Yeah. And it's like coffee, licorice. That's like, that's like, that's like uh, Guinness. Yes. Yeah, exactly. but, Guinness, yeah. but, it's, but Guinness is good. Most stouts are not. I don't like stouts at all. And okay. So people think it's funny, so they send stouts in because I hate it. <laughs> okay. And so anything that, like, to me, it just, if this, like, this is not going Hey, to I'm going to be honest with you, Ben. I like This, this might not be it. This is not <laughs> going to be it. I just smell See, it. See, but they, they deceive you with the color of it. That's what I'm saying. It's a Hefeweizen. 
The IB, it's 8%. I got another two. one. Jeez. Yeah, geez. Uh, IBU is 18. Um, Good luck. I like peanut butter. Yeah. How, so, when did you realize you're allergic to peanuts? When I was in. Like yeah. early, early? Yeah, like yeah my son like, is too. My son like, is the same one as you. Yeah, seafood and, and yep. nuts. Yeah, I mean, nope. I mean. Well, well. How did you navigate living in South Florida with the seafood? So it was crazy. I, like, my, like, my dad would have like fish fries and everything. Yeah. And they would just send me to Burger King. Hey man. <laughs> have it your way. all the time. I wish I could have. I wish I could have fish. It looks so good, or it's not, you know, like sushi <laughs> you know, or whatever. So I can technically eat it, like. But why risk it? No, so I, I recently took in like an allergy test. You probably took deals before, and I took an allergy test, and they said that like I'm not allergic to seafood. I'm not allergic to nuts. Work right, and I was like, this is crazy. I've tried both of them, and then maybe you grew out of it. Yeah, I, I think I grew out of it, but so. Something like I'll eat like I ate swordfish from our our anniversary last year I think it was yeah. I ate swordfish for our anniversary nothing happened right. I had like a like from uh, off the hook yeah. yeah I had swordfish like a swordfish pasta nothing happened then we went to Nemacola I had like lobster I could eat shrimp I actually like shrimp but the thing is it's like I I've, I've also had times where I eat it and I'll flare up. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like why risk it, dude? Yeah, I'm not yeah, risking. Yeah, why it, risk it? So, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so but like I can eat almonds and stuff like that, but it's like I've went my whole life and I'm doing fine. Yeah, man. You know, so why try it now? Exactly. Yeah, that's no, no, uh, no need to roll the dice on that. Uh, we'll two dive options are going to happen here. Two yeah. things are going to happen. I feel like I'm going to spit this out. Okay. Or it's not going to be that bad. Spit, spit that way. Anyway, but, anyway, but <laughs> exactly. your cameras. So I'll say this: I think it smells like a like a like a peanut butter bubble gum. I think you're going to hate it at first, probably, and then on the back end, it's either going to be bad, then good, or good then bad. Because, listen, Rusty Rail um, sent a bunch. A bunch of different things. Yeah, thank and you, I, Rusty And Rail. I grabbed the one that I thought. You, I would love. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sure. I grabbed the one with the weirdest perfect. name. That's what I had to do. Hey. Right, here we go. Yeah. I, see, I see what I like over there. It's a tequila bottle. I saw you, dog. <laughs> you know, I can drink that. All right. Here we go. Yeah, he don't like it. <laughs> he said he don't like it. What is it? Um. Wow. Mm. Was it good than bad or bad than good? Um, it's just bad. It's um, it was never good, but it wasn't bad early. It was acceptable early, and then it kind of tailed off into something that was just unusual. Yeah. I I would not want to drink. Like I'm gonna finish this and be done. Yeah. So it said it, ta- it should nope. taste like peanut butter and banana, and they said you yes. won't taste anything like it. And go Steelers. I, I agree. Yes, I definitely tasted the banana yeah. as well. Who tasted the peanut butter? No, I mean, I taste more banana. That's not it. <laughs> That's not it for me. I taste the banana, which is not what I want to taste when I'm drinking a beer. I think you smell the peanut butter. I don't, yeah, I don't taste peanut butter in it. You don't, but that's not. Listen, I can't wait to try your other stuff, Rusty Rail. Yeah, I'm, the, done, I'm okay with that one. I'll give the rest of those ones away that you sent in the, of the peanut butter. Plan. Yeah, that, that's not it for me. We'll give those to Brendan. <laughs> Brendan loves, Justin. oh, Brendan loves peanut butter Hefeweizen. He guy. definitely does. <laughs> um, yeah, you didn't miss anything. You're yeah, okay. all right, cool. You're that's okay. a three. That's a three. Yeah, three well, you know what? I, I'll, yeah, it, it, listen, I'll drink that over a, a, a stout all day. Really? All day. No way, dude. All day. I could I, I I did that. You did, did you see the face? Yeah, no, I, know. I didn't give you the face. I, well, you you walked that you walk right through that like a man. Yeah. I know, and so I can do that compared to the stout. Yep, yeah. I can do that. So I want to ask y'all a question. I don't drink beer, but which one is better, Coors, Miller, a Heineken, or like 
or Budweiser. Like, what's the best domestic? Like, yeah, if you was just like, all right, I'm going to the grocery store, yeah. and I'm like, I'm about to grab a beer. Which one are you grabbing? Well, mm. so if it's light beer, like, yeah. I like I like Miller Light better than the other than Coors Light and then Bud Light, but I like Coors Banquet yep. better than all of them. Amen. So Coors Banquet, so you know, like Bud Light, Bud Heavy. Coors Banquet would be like Coors Heavy oh, yeah. to Coors Light. Taste delightful. Yeah, that one's you way. Like, you like Natty Light? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I was, that's what y'all drink at Ohio State. Yeah. When I was 21 years old, I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like. Yeah. It dep- yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Like I, I love. Gosh, it's hard because I've I've grown so much. Like I, I like Yingling a lot. Oh yeah, you like Yinglings. I love Yinglings. So like, what's the difference between that and those? And with these? No, no, not those. Oh, like the light beer. Like, so Yinglings, like it's a, it's like what an amber ale yeah. is what they call. It. So it's got, it's just a little so bit more it's a rich. Lager, right? Is it? I think it's a lager. Yeah. Amber know. lager? Yeah, amber lager. Yeah. Probably, yeah. So it's a little it's a little bit more rich. It's a little bit more flavorful, full-bodied. I don't know if we have, like, wines, and you could tell, like, some are more full-bodied. Yeah. The, the uh, domestic, like, um, light beers that you get are just kind of, like, watered down. They each have their distinctive flavor. It's just not super enjoyable. Yeah, once, once you drink, like, we've got, I've gotten so much more into, like, um, these craft, what they call craft beers, mm. which are not mass produced like the other ones are. But Yingling is, right? Yingling is, yes. Yingling is a mass, but that's what you, I thought you were asking me, like yeah, for those, yeah. like, okay. yes. Um, look, I like Corona Light. Like, any, I'll drink any of those, but to me, after drinking like craft beers, they taste like watery. Oh, no, you know? Yeah. yeah, like, mm-hmm. if, I was, if a, I was going to sit around a fire all night, like, I'm going to, I'm going to drink these, but if it's like, okay, we're going to be having beers like golfing and doing stuff, yeah. like, I'm going to probably have one of those because it's not as strong and you yeah. can just kind of enjoy so, it. Or whatever. So, like, if, do you have a Yingling here? I could try. I do have a Yingling. I have a Yingling. Of course, I have a Yingling here. I'll, I'll try that because I've only tried like, like cores and all. Do that you stuff. have a favorite of those? So no, no, they're all the bad. You like cores light? No, okay. I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it. Like, I don't like it. I yeah. just don't like. You don't like beer. I'm, I'm just not a beer guy. Yeah. But like, I've had beer, and it was a cider. You said, but it was mm-hmm. still. Yeah. I, I thought it was beer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, well, yeah cider's cider, good. Cider's beer. Yeah. You know, so like that was good. So like. It might be a beer that I like. I just don't know it. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I don't know that you'll like the Yingling. I mean, Yingling is good. I don't know that you'll like it. Like you'll like it. it like it uh, won't taste. It, it won't taste like your your, your no. typical domestic. I know it's not going to taste yeah. like a cider. Yeah, not like a cider. But it won't. I don't think it'll taste like a, a typical do, domestic. But I think it might remind you of those. The way like because it's it's um, it's not it's not super flavorful like one of these. That you know, it won't taste like that at all. You yeah. know what I mean? So, but you might like it. Yeah, but I have yeah, one. Yeah. We we'll get you one. Yeah, I'll try it out. Yeah. We'll get, you, we'll get you one with um, the next when the next food comes down. We'll get you one of those yeah. uh, when you try the last beer. Okay. All right, cool. All right. Um, yeah, I did have a question. It's a little bit more serious after we t- talking about um, just random yeah. <laughs> beer facts. No, no, you're good. But but you'd mentioned a couple of times that uh, you had regard yourself as one of the best players uh, in the league, and which I think the entire fan base would agree with you on that. Um, but I was curious, man, and this and feel free not to answer this if you don't want to. Uh, as you're going into this journey with with starting therapy, what has it been like to be able to identify yourself as this phenomenal, great, just the the gnarliest dude on the field player, and then having that taken from you as you're saying, not having that chance to to see if you can do it again, and then how is that how has that mentally been for you to make that transition to see, uh, on how you see yourself? I'm not gonna lie, that's that's one of the reasons that I'm going to therapy because yeah. like. To me, 
I feel like everything I'm doing, I love what I'm doing. Like, I love my podcast. Like, I'm, I'm part owner of a, a, of a gym. You know, I have a marijuana strain that's out. I have my foundation. Like, I have a lot of stuff that's going on. You know, I have a trucking company. Like, I enjoy everything I do. I love everything I do. But I, I don't have the same passion for none of the stuff like I had when it came to football. Sure. You know, like, like I'm, I'm getting into broadcasting as well. And I, I, I love all that stuff. But it's just the passion is not like it was for football. Yeah. And I literally poured my heart out into football. You know, so sometimes it's really tough for me every, like, some days to wake up. It was like, obviously, besides, like, my family and stuff, it's like, yo, what is my purpose today? Yeah. Because, and obviously, I'm not trying to say football. Like, I know I'm more than a football player. You know, but... Like people always say that, but to me, it's it's very hard to to transition when like everybody always say, you know, the next play might be your last play. Sure. And I feel like I prepared and practiced and everything for it, but I feel like when you actually get there, is even if you did everything for it, it's still hard. You know. Yeah. So like some some days it's, it's really tough for me. You know, just just figuring out like who Ryan Shazier is. Yeah. Like, you know, like is Ryan Shazier. A motivational uh, speaker today is he gonna be a motivational person today? Is Ryan gonna be a, a leader today? You know, like some days, some days it's hard for me to 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 see myself. Yeah, and I and I feel like therapy is gonna definitely help me with that. And I think a lot of people fail to realize like you can be successful and still have a, a hard time trying to find yourself. Brother, say that, man. Uh, I awesome. dude, I think that is amazing. Uh, on multiple accounts. I don't want to take too much time on it because I know there's some other stuff we want to talk about, but I just want to encourage you, brother, because I think obviously your journey uh, to walking and, and to get you where you are today physically has been, it will inspire people for for all time. As yeah. long as there's people, that story is going to inspire people. Yeah. But what you just said here about uh, a successful man struggling to find purpose, that's every human Ever. Yeah. All of us wake up with that, like, hey, what are we doing today? Who am I? What was I designed to do? How do I do that and, and still be able to exist on this day to day? You know, because you, you still got to go to work and pay yeah. your bills. And maybe those aren't lining up your purpose and what you got to do to pay your bills. Yeah. So how do I get to this thing where I can live a life filled with fulfillment? And so I just want to encourage you, man, as God has you on this journey of doing that, as you're going in therapy, man, I'll continue to pray for you, brother. In that journey, the same way that I have been praying for me in my journey, I'm like, hey, man, who is Spence today? Yeah. We're all doing that, man. And, and God's giving you a certain platform and spotlight to be able to encourage the rest of us on how you're doing that part of your journey. Mm-hmm. And that is just as important, if not more, I would say, as the, as the journey we've already watched you walk through and conquer. No, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. So man. that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that, brother. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's cool. That's, really that's cool. huge, man. Uh, I, I would like to talk about some football coming out of that. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, we got the draft coming up this week. That's, that's and I a big don't know, one. And I think we got to at least, I mean, I'm sure the fans would love to, to, to hear a little bit about what, what we think. Uh, how, I would ask you this, how, um, I don't say knowledgeable because that's not the right word, but, 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 but how into the Steelers were you last year? Are, are you in terms of what their needs are? Because are I know you said you want to get into broadcast. Yeah, no, I know, I, know every, I know exactly, like, I know the Steelers, like, basically ins and out. There you go. So you so you you'll have thoughts on the draft and what they should what you think. So the thing is, I I I so I I know things that I feel like they need, Mm -hmm. but then I also uh, I'm very close with Kevin too, Mm -hmm. and I like I don't know if he's doing anything with the draft, but like me and him talked a while ago, and uh, and I was like, yeah, man, I think it'll be like good if the team draft you know some old lineman or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I got you. And then he was just like. Ryan, if you actually think at it, like, if you looked at, like, because most people don't pay attention. Most people just go off of what other people say, mm-hmm. right? And at the beginning of the season, the O-line, they didn't, they didn't play well at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. But the second half of the season, they played extremely well. Yep. 
you know, so I think it was a, I think they had to really learn each other and like, you know about O-Lineman better than I do, but I also know with defense, if you just plug and play people in the defense, the defense is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. And with O-Line, it's like, hey, it may take some time to build chemistry if we can figure each other out. It was some new pieces in there. So at first, I was like, hey, we need to get O-Lineman. If a particular O-Lineman slides to us, mm-hmm. I think we should take it. Like if, if a top five O-Lineman just slides all the way to 19, I, I think that's when you like, hey, best available. But me personally, I think the biggest position that we probably need right now is probably like a cornerback or a linebacker. Okay. Yeah. Well, so that's why I'd like to I'd like to just kind of hit some of the what I think because I I don't I'm probably not as knowledgeable in the sense that I don't I'm, I'm not as in depth in all that stuff mm-hmm. because um, uh, you know I don't talk to Kevin about that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So I haven't talked. I've been like but, I've been talking recently. No, about no, it, I know, but it's okay me. because I would say the same thing. Like I would say, okay, if I'm looking at it, what do I think needs to happen and mm-hmm. where do I, so positions of of potential need. Mm-hmm. I would just, in, in no particular rank of order, yeah. I think corner is, is, a, is yeah, but, a, a, yeah. a potential one, right? Yeah, You've got Pat Pete, which, yeah. is, which would be huge having a veteran guy in there, 100%. right? And then is it, is, it, is it Levi Walsh on the other side, mm-hmm. who I thought was a good pick last year? I, got, I think I heard a little bit yeah. in there, but, but I think he's a good opposite side. Yeah. Um, but do you want to bring a guy in that can shut down the – you know, really, really play. I mean, yeah. I think there's some guys out there. I think there's, um, and I, I did actually just look into it, but the kid from Illinois, Witherspoon, you know, good talent, he's tough. Gonna, he's going to go before. We I know he's going to be, I know that's what I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm just the, the top corners, right? Him, the Gonzalez kid from Oregon, yeah, he's good really good player, right? Size, speed, length. The Banks kid from Maryland, mm-hmm. not your biggest, but, but like tested through the roof, mm-hmm. right? Plus he's got the Maryland connection with Tom with, Dino yeah. going. I know Dino transferred, but yeah. Mike might yeah, know, he who know he is. Yeah, he know he is. And so he's got that. And then yeah. obviously Joey Porter Jr., yeah. which I think that's kind of the one that everyone anticipates Once. coming yeah. there. Um, I think Joey, in my opinion, of those guys, is probably the most plug and play ready. Yeah. And I think um, I think that he, um, you know, the Steelers like to play man. Yeah. Man or three, like something where yeah. you got to get hands on. Yeah, we're stuff. matching a lot. And I think he's got the potential to do that, right? Mm-hmm. He's long. Mm-hmm. He's, um, you know, he's physical. He can press. So, to me, I think that's a guy that could if, – if corner is your position that you mm-hmm. want to go first, I think that's your spot to yeah. go. So, to me, Joey. I think I think Joey would be the pick, obviously, as mm-hmm. well. Um, in my honest opinion, I love Joey to death, and I think he should go here. If it's like Joey or like Witherspoon or Gonzalez, I think they will go with Witherspoon or Gonzalez. Yeah, pro- yeah. Uh, probably. You know, you know, but I don't think either one of those guys will be there. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. I, I yeah, so I, I don't know either. I, that that's just my that's dra- my two cents yeah. on the on the on the corner position. Um I also wonder like what about D-line? I don't know that's I'm not saying first round, but yeah. I think they should address it. No, they definitely need to address D-line. Um because I obviously you have Cam who is, is still doing things yeah. at a high level. I thought um Dario Ogunjobi. Ogunjobi. Sorry, I can't say that. Um played really well yeah. last year. We I thought he did some great him, things. Yeah. Um, I just wonder what what else. You have some young guys that are, that are mm-hmm. plugging, but but what else are you doing there, right? So you gotta you gotta address that early, in my opinion. So to me, unless there's someone in there that I don't know about, like I said, I don't know the team as well as yeah. other no, people. Yeah, but. so like I don't like I, I don't know like about like their D line, and I agree. Like I don't know how good the D like how much they want to add to the D line because mm-hmm. with them giving Larry a contract, would you want to bring a new guy in right. if you just gave somebody a contract? But to me, I love the two pickups at linebacker we have, but. The one thing that I've noticed that the Steelers have done extremely well um, since I've been here, since I before I've been here, the inside linebacker position is a position that they normally do well at when they build somebody through the draft or like build somebody 
like they build them out because, like for instance, uh, E. Landon Roberts and uh, Holcomb, I think both of them would be ph- uh, phenomenal, but they had different roles mm-hmm. at uh, at other teams. So what I'm saying here is sometimes the Steelers ask a lot of you at linebacker. So when you're like a young pup and it's like Coach Thomas is like, hey, go guard AB. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I got AB. You know, like that's, that's you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Obviously, I knew like certain everybody's not he's not asking everybody to do that, but like the situations is like, all right, sometimes the linebackers have to cover you know a little bit more than other places. Some other places they only play cover three or they only do mm-hmm. certain things. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do get a linebacker early too, but I just don't see him getting a linebacker in the first round. Yeah, I don't think I don't think is I don't think first round is your move for inside linebacker either because that's a position like you said that you can get someone. Maybe later. I, I what do you, what do you think about that kid at Iowa? Do you like that kid? At Iowa is it Jack he's good. Campbell or something? Yeah, he's good. He's a really good player. He's the only one I know that I've actually heard of an yeah. inside linebacker. Yeah, but I like I said, like with those, we gave two guys contracts in the offseason. So I think if both of them pan out, one could be like the Thunder, one could be the Lightning. I think I think that could be well for us. But I, we got to have some stability because in in the middle of our defense, because mm-hmm. we have stability in the middle of defense, I think it would do well. But I think Joey. I think Joey would be a good fit. I think we need to go linebacker. Uh, me personally, I think it's Joe, like Joey. Then we need to go linebacker at least second round. Mm. D-line in third. And then uh, probably like uh, – we have two second rounders. So, you know, probably, you know, uh, DB, probably linebacker, and then a D-line in two in the second round. Then in the third round, you get an O-line. Okay. But, but that's that's my honest opinion. Okay. But, but I wouldn't be surprised they get an O-line early too. So. Okay. Well, let's talk. Once we once we get this thing from Evan, then we're going to talk about some offensive stuff. What, what we got from Ohio State? What is this? From Columbus. From Columbus. There's a, a hot dog place there that had a whole bunch of different kinds of hot dogs, and I picked one that was pretty unique. And okay, all right. It's called the Ohio Anna Burger, not burger, hot dog. Ohio yeah. hot dog. And it's got like a sweet and spicy corn relish on it. All right. So it's something different, unique, and I figured, you know, it's almost... Just like the Ohio State Buckeyes, different, Correct. unique. Yes. <laughs> hey, I, I, you know what's so crazy is I actually, I actually had an Ohio State shirt on the whole day, a whole, Ohio State jacket, and I can't. I was, I was about to wear it, and we I was like... We blurred him, right? Yeah, definitely. We would have sent it that out. <laughs> and, I was about to, and I was about to wear it, and, uh, and I was like, I know Ben hates Ohio State. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm not going to wear it today. That's awful. That's, oh, that's funny. Well, I, as you're try, digging into that, I'm going to give my two cents. Um, you know, I think that um, – I think they'll add a quarterback at some point. Um, I think you need to have a third guy, um, whether that's a late draft guy, whatever, not, not important. Just kind of going through positions. I think tight end. Um, yeah, I think so as well. They'll have to add – I'm glad – big shout out to Zach Gentry. Yeah. I'm glad to have Zach back. Zach's awesome. Um, obviously, you got Pat and, and Zach kind of work together. Um, I, I I could see them adding a tight end at some point if there's one they really like late. But we but, already but we already have three tight ends though. Yeah, you got Connor Hayward. Who's here's my but here but okay. So I was going to mention that here. But here's what I was going to say. I think they love Connor. I think they love what he can do because he can do the running back thing if you need him to. Mm-hmm. He can do a little fullback thing. He can do um, the tight end thing. But he's not a true one of any of them. Yeah, he's not. So I and I, I think that they have to. So I'm not saying that they will, but I just think I could see them doing something. Like maybe they just bring someone in as a, a later guy to, to 
to do something with because I think they they're going to try and find a role for Connor, yeah. a big like a, a bigger role because he's very talented. No, he, yeah, he is talented. And I think rather than have him, because I think he's a jack of all trades, and I don't know what his mastery is yet. Right, yeah. jack of all trades, master that, of what? That, that literally was in my head when you were saying he does all the other. He jack does. Of all he trades. does it all. So let's let's see if there's maybe instead of having him do four or five things, pretty like well, let's let's see if he can do like three things like. Next yeah, level yeah, type yeah, stuff. Right, right. But as devil's advocate, if you have Pat and Zach, you need another one that – would you want a jack-of-all-trades if you already have those two dudes? No, so what I'm saying is, me personally, I think it would be good to get another tight end for blocking purposes. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, like, Zach is good at blocking. I love Pat to death. That is not his strength. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. need to be. You don't, you don't <laughs> yeah. want him to block. Really. Yeah, he's like one of the best tight ends in the league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't want him blocking. You know, so – And I, I think, never I, – I don't, I don't know – um, and it's just lack of, of film study. Um, I don't know how good Connor is at blocking. Yeah, I don't either. So I, I don't know that. I know Connor's a big special teams guy too. Mm-hmm. So there's another potential risk of mm-hmm. you know putting him out there a lot and doing stuff. So um, I'm just I, I'm not saying it needs to happen. I'm just saying that's just a, a thought in my head that they might add someone at some point. Um, you know, running back, they're set. They don't need yeah, anybody yeah. running back. Um, wide receivers. I think, obviously, with Deontay, with George, and with adding Allen, I thought was big. Yeah, that was big. If he can stay healthy. I know he's coming off of an injury, but mm-hmm. but that'll be huge. Those are three studs. I think people don't understand how big of an impact that Allen is about to make for this team. I think it could be huge. You know, I think it could be huge. Because a lot of people fail to realize, me personally, I, I know Allen a little bit, but the, I think the reason that they struggled a little bit in – um, in LA is because Allen he he thrives at like the slot, and a lot of people don't they don't know that. But he played the slot in Jacksonville. He played the slot in Chicago. But he would go outside. But he played the slot as well. And I think with Cooper Cup in the slot, you can't pin him at the slot. Mm-hmm. And I think we don't like Deontay's outside receiver and George's outside receiver. Yeah. So I think if him in the slot, that's a big body slot. Yeah, and you have no doubt. you know. So we're gonna have if you think about it, we're gonna have three big body receivers out there for Kenny at all times. Then you got Deontay because if you think about uh, Pat, uh, Allen, and George, you know. Yeah, I just I, I to me they they need they you have to add someone there. You can't you can't go into into a season with three wide receivers. I would say this: Anthony Miller, who was injured last year, is a is a guy that I think has a lot of potential, a lot of upside come off the injury because. At wide receiver, if you only have three guys, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you got to have something else. Yeah, no, I understand. So that. is it going to be Anthony? Are they going to? I could see them getting someone late round, fourth, fifth round. Which what about, the Cal- what about anyway. Calvin? Yeah, I was gonna say what happened. Like I know he got injured early, Calvin yeah. Austin. But I know they say he was really good, Calvin Austin. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't. Even, I don't. Yeah, he was like the third round pick last year, a fourth round pick. Yeah, but he got injured yeah. early. He ran a four two. And was like, out all last year. He ran year. like a four two six or something like that. Four two, no, not four two six, but, but four but, two. But just because you run nine. fast doesn't mean you're going to be good. What was the kid for the Bengals <laughs> that was the fastest guy? that's not even playing anymore. No, but two so, years ago, three years ago, that was me. You said the fastest guy. So, so, Sauce Gardner before he got to the NFL said that Calvin was the best receiver he ever went against. It's high praise. Well, it is, but guy got on the field. You know, you're 100 percent right. <laughs> so yeah, I, like I said, I don't know the team as well. So um, forgive me for for not mentioning him. But but if I haven't seen you on the football field, I can't yeah, I talk know. about yeah. you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, you make. I mean, listen, you you are okay, the person point. to make that point. You no, know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I just I just I, I can see them adding somebody late. Um, and then I think the most interesting spot is is line. Yeah. Um, I think you know there was some reports today of of the team talk about trading up to try and get one of these tackles. Oh. Um, 
And and I think you know there's a kid Johnson from Ohio State. Mm. Um, Paris is good. The kid from Northwestern. The kid Jones from Georgia. Right from Tennessee. Harrison from Oklahoma. There's a bunch of really good tacklers in there. Um, my question is, I, it's obviously it's going to be a left tackle because you want to protect Kenny because Kenny's your long term investment. I get that. I love Dan Moore Jr. I do. I love Dan. I played with Dan for one year, and I wish I could have played with Dan longer. Dan's got heart. Dan's got a passion, and I've always said I will take a guy that is less talented that has more heart than a guy that's super talented with less heart. I'll, I'll take it all day. I had guys that would go out there that, you know, Willie Colon, Trey Essex, Chris Kiamatu, guys that maybe weren't the most – Darnell Stapleton, that maybe weren't the most um, highly recruited, highly touted, highly drafted, but they had more heart than anybody that, that you ran into, and they were going to block – their butts off because yeah. they're going to protect their quarterback. Yeah. And there's something to be said about that when it comes to a line. No, I respect it, yeah. So I, I, lo- I like Dan. Now, Dan got thrown. That left tackle is a tough spot. You're going to get some, some studs. You're going to get some dogs. And I get it. <laughs> but it's his second year. And like you said, a lot of the lines struggled last year. The yeah. whole offense struggled early. And and they're only going to get better. They're going to understand Matt Canna's offense more. They're going to understand um, can he pick it better in there, yeah. what he's going to do. I like I, – I, 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 I think we'll see big growth from Dan Moore this year. I don't know that now's the time to, to to knock him down. I think if you want to go get a tackle, um, if you if you're going to trade up and go get one in the first, then you know you got to play him. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to play. And, him. and I just and maybe so then maybe Dan becomes your swing guy, um, but I just think he's he's too talented to, to sit on the bench. But again, that's just my um, that's my two cents from from what I've seen in one year. Um, that that I, I like the way he is. I'd like to see him this year be the starting left tackle. So. Um, hey. But but I don't know they 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 haven't traded up since Devin I think was the last time they traded up yeah. to get somebody yeah um, so we'll see um, it'll be interesting this this week to see what they what they decide to do I don't know it's it's crazy uh, when you look back at it that uh, Chase that Chase pick ended up being a like a, basically a first round pick that trade yeah you know and uh, and to me uh, it, 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 like you can already see. The differences in like GMs already, and just like little things, you know, like some some of the trades. And I'm not saying like, and I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying it's just crazy. Just like you see, because like Kevin was not really big on trading. Like he, I don't think ever, ever, you know. So like he didn't trade at all, you know. So like, and then we've already made what uh, two trades in a year. Yeah, it definitely seems like a culture shift. Yeah, you know. So and the thing is, it's like, hey. If we still keep the, I think if we still keep the, and I think the Rooney's will definitely do that, but keep the structure of how they build a team through the draft and keep it that way, I think. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead and flip to the wide, Spence. No, Why man. Flip to the wide. Ryan, what were you saying? That, you had a really good point. This happens. This happens. It seems like it's happening more and more frequently. Brother. You pick these Are beers up. Are we not up. going wide all of a sudden? It's wide. I give it to the you people. You get the mop. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get the mop. I'm sorry to cut you off like that, Ryan. No, you're good. Uh, whoever sent this in. You're messing up these hardwood floors, man. It's not the first time. Uh, Alexis, yeah. <laughs> it's all done. This was a plot against me. It's all, look, it's dented. It's all shook up. I opened the thing and it's it. has been in the fridge. It's been sitting over there for the last. Then I have to blame you, my brother. I feel like you, your transportation from wherever, the, your truck to that fridge. <laughs> Was you doing? So, was so you Tyler at Creekside chugging? Yeah, this, Tyler at Creekside done shaking these beers up. This is my first time ever having a hot dog with corn on it. Me too. It was good. Yeah, it was actually good though. I did not mind it. What I do mind is, uh, <laughs> jeez, dude. 
Yeah. If my wife actually watched the episodes she'd be and so saw upset. you spill oh, everywhere dude, every week, she would be so upset. She'd be so mad at you. Yeah. Sorry, Ash. I'm cleaning it up, though. <laughs> she said hi, by the way, guys. That's oh, what we said. did she? Hey, Ash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was, that was rude of me. Continue. <laughs> I, don't I was know trying to get. I was trying to get something prepared for us as as, as we you know. So it's best, best do you do you know any of the like not know any of them? But have you seen any of the guys coming up in the draft? No, I don't know them. All right, like know of them or just watch them. Like know of them, like. I mean, like, I watch. I, I love college football, yeah. so I watch it. Um, do you think that the B. John Robinson kid is going to be as good as advertised? So I don't know who that is. <laughs> so yes. So, so he's the running back. From oh, Texas. from Texas? Yeah. I've heard a lot about him. I didn't watch much Texas this year, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, well, you watch. Running back is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, running back is so hard. First okay. round running back. Because you can get really good running backs in the second, third yeah. round. Yeah. Um, and they get beat up so bad. Is he big? He, he's, he's like two something. Like thick, like a big. Because you've got to be solid. Like I the guys that he's last. Not, he's, not like, he's, not, he's not like Najee. He's not that big. See, the guys that last are the he's Adrian more, Petersons. He's more like Saquon. Well, I, I think Saquon, you know, had it. I mean, he got hurt and whatever. He's doing, you know, he's bouncing back, doing great things. But yeah, running backs are just tough. They, they did that position is a hard position. So I don't know. I can't speak on because I don't know enough about him. Um, and even he if I compl- even if I compliment him, um, Bob Griffin will find a way to turn it around <laughs> negatively. But um, so I'm not even going to compliment him. But hey, I, can't I, even, I was actually about to write him back on. Uh, on uh, Twitter, because he didn't use the whole thing. Yeah, use the whole thing, right? <laughs> it was this. nothing but a compliment. I yeah. respect Lamar. Lamar is an absolute freak, and he yeah. is he is a game changer. Right. And all I said was, people are more scared of his legs than his arm. Mm-hmm. I've sat in meetings mm-hmm. where we've had a game plan, yeah, right. and no one ever said, "Hey, get him out of the pocket." No, man. You <laughs> know what was it? What was it? Keep him. In the, in the pocket. No, you only played him twice a year for his entire oh. career. I don't know oh that you gosh. know. Like, such a, like, I, like I bashed no, him. No, I definitely no. I've definitely been in those meetings. And, and <laughs> every, I guarantee, thirty-two out, well, thirty-one out of thirty-one meetings. Because I and I was telling Spence this when we were yeah. talking about it. I've been in meetings, which you have too, mm-hmm. where it's like you know when you're facing like um, a Brady or an, a Manning, where it's like, hey, disrupt the pocket, yeah. right? Get him, get him you, off his spot. Get him off his spot. Yeah. With with Lamar. You, you want to keep him on the spot. You want to keep him in there because yeah. he is more dangerous. And not saying he's not dangerous in there, but he is more dangerous out there. Yeah, like, so, it's like, yeah, what, what, I just said, <laughs> and listen, I got so much respect for Lamar. So I'm not like, I'm not trying to make this a big deal, but yeah. like, I got respect for Lamar, yeah. what he could do. Yeah. So it was just one guy taking it. Like, that was, his QBR is better than mine in the pocket. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> I, I, whatever. I won't even talk about that. I think I, I think, was comparing him to me. I think he's yeah. a faster runner than you two. I think so sometimes. So <laughs> yeah. if, I'm going down, if I'm going downwind, downhill, and he's uphill, up, I might have a shot. Let's to keep it close. Let's get you guys lined up. Run yeah, a forty. I'd mean, hurt something just lining up. Because I tell people all the time, and um, and to me, like obviously right now he's the greatest quarterback of the generation. So I'm not about to say anything bad. But, <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm about to say with Mahomes. Mahomes is is an improviser. Like. The ultimate improviser, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like that's how young Ben was. Ben was a, a improviser. And the thing is with Mahomes, I think that the the more you allow him to move around, more the, scary. The more scary he is. It's scary when he's in the pocket. <laughs> it's more scary <laughs> when he's out of the pocket. Yeah, so. Which is what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but and differently for him, where Lamar when he gets out of the pocket, he's like 
he's he's so far downfield so fast. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. But Patrick is getting out of the pocket, still looking to throw for yeah. the most part. And, and, and it's 50 and, yards. Yes, and it's unbelievable. So yeah, it, it's, it's there's no dig or diss when it's yeah. when I when you say, hey, listen, this dude's dangerous, and but he's more dangerous doing and, this. And you yeah. say you didn't have the weapons either. Yeah, he's added the guy. I mean, that was late. that was the point of the conversation. <laughs> I think at one that, point, I, hey I guys, didn't I compare us at one point? Oh no, I didn't compare <laughs> no, us at all. So no, that was that the came. internet. Oh, that, that was did, that was Bob that G. <laughs> yeah, no, but that was that was the more frustrating. And we can move on. We don't have to dwell on it. But that was more frustrating for me outside looking in on it. I was like, dude, I personally know because you and I have had conversations without these things running. Uh, how much respect you actually have for Lamar? Like Ravens Week was a big deal. It's like, yo, deal, Raven, huge deal. Ravens week. Not just because the rivalry, because eight he's is not changer. to be played with. Yeah. <laughs> he's you know a game yeah. changer. Yeah. So I and thought it was funny. And when I'm not playing against him, he's fun to watch. He's yes. A, he's a dynamic football Man, he's, he's a, a freak of nature. He is an absolute freak of nature. It's How does he do the things he does? Yeah, he starts running, and I'm like, oh, no, he's not going to. Oh, no, oh, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, he ran away from that guy. Yeah. Oh, he made that. When he goes up the middle sometimes, and it's literally like, it reminds me of like I, you know, I remember watching Mike Vick in his prime when Mike Vick mm-hmm. had that one run yeah. in home. Uh, gosh, I don't remember who it was against. Mike, I love you. You're so old. I can't remember. <laughs> um, but he had that one run at home. Might have been overtime, something at the end of the game, and it was one of those ones where he just like ran away from everybody, and it was like holy cow, like just yeah. it's just different. You know, and, and it's I, different. It's like so fun. Like people, guys, like you have that speed. I never had that. Speed. <laughs> like Lamar is fast, man. Just, sorry, you you could have caught him. Oh, man, I see. I don't want to go with a good with, angle. Would it could have? Because the thing is, they'll tear you apart. What, what, the one thing I would say is, I wouldn't be surprised if I got close, but I wouldn't be like I don't know. Like in the open field, if I had an angle on him, it still would probably be tough to tackle him because yeah. it just oh he's once he, if he have that much space, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous, yeah. you know. So I feel like but, he can stop on a dime too, man. It's it's unreal. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so, so these are stouts. These are no, not stouts. Stout. This is um, stout. this tastes better when it's in the cup and not on the the bar. <laughs> this is from a uh, a brewery called uh, Brew, Brew Hub. Excuse me, it's Brew Hub. It's called Diver Down, and it is an imperial red ale. And it's Ooh. also eight percent. All of these are eight percent. I'll pass these down as I read these here. It says Ben and uh, Spence enjoy the Diver Ooh, Down. I was actually thinking about like. Uh, like being part of this beer company, but it was gonna be like flavored beer. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like seltzers and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh like yeah, beer. yeah. Yeah, like not seltzers though, but it oh, was okay. like it was like like a pineapple beer or okay. like lemon beer or whatever. Like not lemon. I don't know. If lemon Have you beer. had? Were they good? Did you try? Some? It was pretty straight. Like 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 I said, it's better. Like I like flavored beers better. You sure. Know what I'm saying, but. You know, you like like Mike's hard lemonade and Smirnoff. I actually don't drink all that type of stuff. Okay, I just don't like. I, I'm really like a hard liquor guy. Like, yeah, like you know, yeah. So. It's a good gotcha. Well, right, yeah. Spence, well, finish it up. What's yeah, the- yeah. So, Alexis, this is from Alexis Clum. Alexis, thank you, Alexis. Uh, thank she you, says Alexis. she doesn't really love beer, but uh, her dad does. <laughs> oh, and one of his uh, yeah. And her dad loves this stuff. Love the podcast. Cheers, I look Clum. forward to it each week. Hashtag here we go. And says by the way, Spence. Uh, the beer bio is on the can. So thank you, Alexis, for hooking me up. What if it would have said, I would have loved if it would have said, hey, Spence, don't spill this when you open it. Uh, that, They're going to start saying that from now no, on. No, they've that, definitely right? done that. They, they've <laughs> already done that. You should start sending in paper towels because I'm running through them. Uh, yeah, so I'll read a quick bio. Right, give me the bio. Uh, it's a full-bodied imperial red ale. Our brewmaster starts with caramel malt and adds an impressive amount of hops to give, a di- to give Diver Down a, a beautiful balance. Uh, the result is a big, rich, multi beer with a snappy, hot finish. Pour Diver Down into a glass or on the floor, um, <laughs> and uh, you'll see a deep ruby hue. 
and a thick um, collar of foam. And it's perfect reward after a full day of work or play. Okay. Dive it down. Here we go. What do we think? Oh. Oh. What'd you get there? Caramel. A lot of caramel. I'll Heavy caramel. Taste, I'll definitely taste that. Heavy yeah. caramel. Heavy caramel up Heavy front. caramel. Um, I don't like the, 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 the tail end of it. I don't like. Okay. Um, the, mouth, well, the, the mouth finish is not. Um, I don't know that I could drink a full one. That, the, the back end is the alcohol content. If, no, it was it, an eight, yeah. if it was an 8%, it wouldn't hit like that, I don't think. Because it kind of lingers. Yeah, but it but it's um, Alexis, but it's a lot stronger tasting than the other ones were eight and they didn't yeah, taste like this that. One, yeah, Alexis's dad just might be like he's a hard man. Oh, he's, man. A, he's a man, he's a man, man. He's, a like man, man. he's a man's man. I don't listen. We might. I was gonna say I don't hate it. It's and, not and, bad. And hate is not. I'm not gonna hate it. The Stone Cold Steve Austin one is better to me. Yeah, the Stone yeah. Cold Steve Austin was the winner for tonight. I need just just a little. Do you think? Um, do you think we should set up like a? Uh, a wrestling match with all the head brewers and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, one hundred percent. I don't know how we would go about that, but that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm. It's good. It's definitely good. Yeah, at eight percent with that, I don't know that I'm hanging out on that though. Like, no, if you're it's not over, worth the bonfire. Not, no. Like, Mm-mm. I got stuff to do it's, tomorrow. It's heavy caramel. I mean, the caramel's. It's not like, but it's not like a sweet caramel. Mm-mm. Yeah, like you taste it. Like I was like, it's syrupy or something. Like, yes. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah, way. You syrupy. So you're a beer, you're a look at you, dude. <laughs> the, yeah, look at you. An hour and a half in. Hey. He's a trained professional. Yeah, like I could, I, I, if I was to drink one, like a whole can, it would be the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, right. I agree. Yep. Yeah, no, no so, doubt. how would you rate it out of ten? So, if I gave Stone Cold Steve Austin an eight, yeah, I'm giving this five. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably there too. Five, yeah. uh, four and a half. I'll co-sign the five. I think that's like, hey, you know what? I did not hate it. It was good. If you're like Gil Spence, I want you to try this because I'm really excited about it. I'll drink it and tell you it's good. And then I won't have another one. Okay. So yeah. what are you saying? Six? I'll close on to five. Oh, five. Okay. Yeah, the five. Yeah. Like. Somebody asked me what, what I think I would just say that was a very average beer. I feel very like average. I feel like that's the kind that in the morning you're going to wake up with like bad burps and bad like, like yeah. or, or like if you're sitting on the fire. Like, oh, yeah. oh, boy, that's nasty. I'm telling you right what now. Are you drinking? That's nasty. Yeah, you're going to need a bottle of water with every one of those you drink. It's going to dehydrate you quick. Yeah, he's a man. Yeah. That guy he's a, he's yeah. a real man. He's, he's a real got man. a cowboy hat on, too. <laughs> so, just a heads up, I just want to let you guys know thank you for all this wonderful food. Yeah. I just got my uh, wisdom teeth removed two, two, three days ago. What? Yeah. Really? How are you eating? Uh, I just cleaned them out, like the holes in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you got your wisdom You could have not eaten. You no, but your... I, no, but the thing is, I'm, I'm hungry, so. No, no, it, Dude, my, it doesn't hurt or nothing. I'm when good. I got my wisdom wow. teeth out, brother, I was out of commission like for a week. High school, I think. I really? Well, mine were impacted, so they were like kind of mm. sideways. Oh, yeah, that's how my brothers were, but hey. I, mine were, it's nothing wrong with them. Dollar Gala oh. just basically said, hey, no, no. you should get them out. So I got good three of them you. taken out at the same time. Like three days ago? Yeah. <laughs> good for you. He's out here eating Sammies and hot dogs, like... <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. By the way, your wife's um, Cuban is upstairs, but don't, don't forget it. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll yeah. definitely make um, sure I remember that. Anything, as we, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah, let's land this Is plan, there man. anything, like, what do you, what's Ryan doing now? You, I mean, you've talked about a bunch of things. Foundation, mm-hmm. or what, what, what's, what would you like to do? We got a podcast. All right, so I'm Tell about, us some stuff. So 
what Ryan is doing right now, I have a few things going on. Because I was actually about to like, hey, should I wear one of the, the shirts that I'm, like one of the hoodies that I'm, I'm doing? And I was like, I have a, a lot of stuff that I'm doing right now. So, I just, <laughs> so we could have just like every time we went to the camera, like right. had a different, different shirt, shirt on. Yeah, I know, right? Taylor Swift, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. do that or just you start getting patches. You yeah, start putting put patches. Patch like, <laughs> yeah, tell, tell, us, some, tell so, us some stuff. So obviously um, I have Don't Call to Come Back through Wondery. Um, so it's a podcast with Dave Demashek. You know who that mm-hmm. who that is. So me and him have a podcast together. He, he, he's a he's a homer. He loves him from Pittsburgh. You know, he oh, loves cool. him from Pittsburgh. But it's it's awesome because we talk about everything. So then I also have my fund. So my fund helps individuals with spinal cord injuries. And I really I really love I really enjoy it because just all the support that you gave me, the Steelers gave me, the city of Pittsburgh gave me. And, you know, just people around the world, they constantly just show love. And I just want to provide that same support to people. So um, we, we have, like, so one, we actually having two events come up. So one is uh, Ben is coming. Yes, to the I golf, am. To the golf outing. Yes. Golf event yep. coming up. Him and uh, little Ben. My son, yep. Yep. And uh, so. He still talks about the $100 we were supposed to win last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're having a golf outing this year at Allegheny, which is going to be fun. Nice. Um, and then I also have another event. And it's called the Run for Black and Gold. It's actually uh, two weeks after, and um, it's uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna invite you next year to that one. Uh, it's a run. No, 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 run? no, we don't run. We, don't <laughs> run. we talked you about Ben's run? running. Uh, yeah, no, we don't, so we don't run. So yeah. basically, it's, it's actually a really cool event. If you want to just come just to watch it for the first year, I'll I'm let you. Great know. bike rider. I give you I, electric it's bike. No, it's no run. It's no run. So it's called the Run for Black and Gold. So, but basically, we we it's an event that's tailored after the Kentucky Derby. Oh, that's tight. So it's Ooh. a 50-50 raffle. Okay. But the way the raffle works is, like, say, I'll be a jockey, Cam is a jockey, you'll be a jockey, right? And we have, like, these fake cardboard horses, you know? So, and then, like... I'm already loving this. Yeah, so, like, we'll have these fake cardboard horses, and then, basically, uh, somebody, people will, like, bid, like, hey, Ben, I want you to be my jockey or whatever. So then, like, people will bid, like, you know, five to $20,000 to have you as a jockey. And then we race, but, like, we actually just roll dice. It's at Ackershire Stadium. We roll dice... And every time, like, if you're going, like, you can't be number seven. It's not a seven dice. You know what I'm saying? But if it was, like, if you're number, like, three or whatever, if you roll on number three, you'll move up a spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, nice. yeah. yeah. So, basically, everybody moves up a spot. Whoever wins, wins the 50-50 raffle. So, Joey's team won last year. Like, Joey didn't, he didn't, he wasn't, like, he didn't bid on himself, but his team ended up winning. And that person ended up winning 100 grand. All right. Yeah, so yeah, but, man, but it was awesome. it was so we ended up raising like five hundred grand at the event, but it's just that's a awesome. it's a really cool event. So uh, cool. we haven't we're having that in May. And uh, I think I think you'll enjoy it. So if, if you have free time, I'll I'll send you the information to cool. it and let me know. But uh and then I I'm doing that and then I'm I'm really excited. Uh I'm partnering with Lucas Pyatt. I'm opening up a gym downtown. Uh, oh, the nice. UFC is it, uh under the UFC brand. Nice, oh, man. Yeah. So uh it's just, it's basically like a um Basically, like most people think of like it's like a fighting gym, but yeah. it's just like a state of art gym. Like they have recovery, they have basically every equipment that you would want. Like any type, of, like yeah. just like a regular gym, but it's downtown. But if you want to learn oh. UFC and stuff like that, um, if you awesome. want to learn MMA, you can do that there. And then um, I also have a, uh, I also have a uh, marijuana strand that I just came out with. So uh, and so when I was actually going through my injury. I will use marijuana sometimes to help me deal with pain or anxiety or stress and things like that. And uh, so I ended up partnering with a company here called Organic Remedies, and we we have a strand that came out and we sell it across the state. So oh, you got all, all kinds of things, yeah, man. all kinds yeah, of business, I'm, brother. I'm kind yeah. Of busy, yeah, good so for you. I'm well, thank busy. you so much for for coming on here and doing this and being a part of the show and 
talking to us and, and, oh, thank and you for having me, man. sitting down in the basement with us. This yeah, is what we do. Man. So yeah, it, was, nah. it was fun. No, nah, I appreciate it, man. You know, I'm glad I was on here, man. And I just got to spend time with you guys. Likewise, awesome, man. man. It's a pleasure to meet look you, man. To see you golf, too. Yeah, I look forward to yeah, it. Yeah, and I need uh, to practice. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your story's been uh, inspiring, man. And uh, to hear what you got going on, what you're doing, and see what you're doing with your podcast and your foundation is awesome, man. Um, I'm excited for your, to, as you keep diving into the speaking stuff yeah, and, dude. and stuff like that. Because, like, like Spence said, you got a story to tell for forever. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. cool. I'm really looking forward to it. Actually, uh, the day after my event, uh, the golf event, so I'm going to Jerome's, and then I'm leaving Jerome's in Atlanta and flying straight up to New York to have a speaking engagement. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, Good for you. Yeah, I'm, so I look forward to it. You know, it's, the thing is, you know, I understand what I went through. I understand that it can help a lot of other individuals. And to me, uh, the resiliency I had, how I trusted God, and yeah. just how my family really allowed me to overcome this, mm-hmm. I think is really important and can help a lot of other people. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I think – is something that I definitely want to share. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it, man. Hey, we're going to land this plane, but real quick before we do, uh, how can I pray for you? Oh, uh, man, just, uh, just you know, health and family, man. Yep, just health and definitely. Family. Yep. Right on, brother. Well, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for your time. Uh, if you are not already, please go follow Ryan's, all of Ryan's socials. I will link them in the description below of this. Check out all the things he mentioned. I will find those links as well, and I'll plug them in so you guys can get a, be a part of all those events. Uh, you can check out all of his companies. Uh, and stay plugged on their social medias. If you're not already, go ahead and follow at Football with Ben on Instagram. We do beer lists. Uh, we're gonna get some recipes out. I think to bless mm-hmm. the block with some of the, uh, Chef Evans uh, favorite or uh, his his food, some of our favorite items of his food. Uh, and I also do giveaways and exclusive content as well. Beyond that, oh, there's also some merch. We got all merch. kinds. We, we got, got merch. We got there's going to be so many links in this description, dude. So much. Yeah, so there's also, you can get football and merch on the link in, in, the, uh, in the description as well. Go, go ahead and check that out. Uh, but we thank you guys for your time. Uh, we thank you guys for sending in beers. We thank you guys for being a part of this football and community as uh, we sit here and, and just chop it up with friends. So we appreciate you, and we will see you guys next time. See you Saturday, Doc.